0: Dude, I'm getting sick of all the women around me being like, who's that Dakota bloke? don't know him. Uh, and I'm just like, I know one thing about him. He's got a small dick. And they're like, really? I'm like, fucking back on top. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah, no, I was fucking talking to mum yesterday. And even she said like, oh, that Dakota bloke. I'm like, god damn it. Every, this- especially, oh, it's the fucking, it's the mother thing. If they're mothers, they ask about you.
1: Yeah, I don't know why. Like, One thing which I've always found strange is like, I connect with the older generation like the women in the older generation like for some reason like i just love chatting to like
0: yeah i think it's because you respond to the language that you were brought up around yeah you know
1: my mum is the most caring compassionate person in the world
0: yeah and also you and i are good communicators like i think that's safe to say and we both use old forms of communication yeah you know i feel like i'm a bit more i probably have a bit more um, like i try and be like savvy with it i don't know if it works but i think you're more by the book good communicator you Truck know what burst, i mean yeah. yeah like you follow all the standard principles for communication whereas i try and be cool with it a little bit you know yeah
1: yeah but you pull it off i wouldn't
0: oh dude i think i think the only way to pull it off is to constantly think that you're not pulling it off you know? <laughs> yeah, <that's>
2: right <laughs> <laughs> add
1: a little smart then that's what counts yeah dude
0: yeah like- yeah yeah, yeah, having good teeth gets you out of most situations yeah. you dig yourself into. I
1: was like, yesterday, that shoot, like, the whole time, they're like, you've got to, like, keep focused, you got to do, like, your... But, yeah. like, to me, like, I like the smile. That's my Yeah, asset. dude, it's weird that
0: that whole mentality behind photo shoots, like, obviously, there's two sides of it, the person getting the photo taken. There's three sides of it, sorry. There's the people <coughs> who make the product getting the photo shoot, there's the photographer, and then there's the model. And it's funny that... Like, when you think, like, yesterday, for example, your photo shoot, they're going to use those photos to promote the product, right? That's the idea. They're promotional photos. So, as just like a creative... Hey, do you want to fucking relax? (laughs) We don't need to be playing with a toy right now. Come on. Bring it up here. Come up here. Come on. Watch the coffee. But as a a creator, like, when I look at... uh, standard modeling picture i think to myself well that's not real life that's right yeah i'm never standing there with my foot up on a block yeah surrounded by girls yeah you
1: know sometimes i am but i'm not wearing active wear yeah so if you are doing that you're surely around good girls you're going to be like yeah dude you're not gonna be like yeah
0: yeah and i mean and i'm not at all picking on your shoot yesterday i'm saying shoots in general and i think like at a broader spectrum when i look at brands are doing the same as me I try and advertise something that's happening and coincidentally, they're wearing black ink. Yep, yeah. But then you see like, I feel like the straight off the mark thing, like the first thing that everyone does is like goes and poses somewhere iconic and Bunbury and it's like, oh, we're all going to be just hanging out posing in our brand X, you know? Yeah, that's right, yep. So it's a bit, I don't know. It's just interesting.
1: I see it like, I was thinking about it yesterday because like if I was going through a clothing range and I'm looking at the models and stuff, I've never really like, especially in the fitness industry, I've never seen a model like smiling and if yeah. i did i'd for some reason like not opinion but for some reason it's kind of I guess been brought into me is that i'd feel creeped out if he was smiling i'd be like oh, what's oh true because it's like that alpha like okay i don't know what it is like but at the same time i'd prefer if they were smiling because that would make me feel more
0: this is a thing connection like, you're deep in it though from me like i've been around gyms my whole life and like obviously i've been like an athlete so yeah. i understand what's going on actually it's really interesting having I'll give, you, I'll give you a side note and we'll come back to this. I was, I was asked the other day about what I think about F45 given my experience with skating. For a non-sportsman, athletic person, nothing, F45 is fucking brilliant. Yep. You rock up, they tell you what to do, they tell you how to warm up, they tell you how to stretch, they tell you you go from here to here to here to here then you fuck off home.
1: Exactly right. Yeah. You don't
0: have to think about anything. You know, Once you've done that class, you've got your exercise in for the day. Yep. It's fucking brilliant. Yep. Now, as someone who knows what they're looking at, it's also brilliant. <coughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like this is... I mean, sometimes it's leg training, sometimes it's interval training, sometimes it's just strength, sometimes it's cardio, then they do these synergy type classes. Yep. It's brilliant all around. That's one thing. The second thing is in the whole gym industry, like I know most of the basics when it comes to like human movement and function and what you're actually trying to do when you're doing these particular programs and stuff. Most people have no fucking idea what they're talking That's about. That's right, yeah. And the whole thing is built up on looking good in the gym. Yeah. It's not built up of healthy lifestyles or a greater picture that they've got
1: going on. It's literally just looking good for that hour and forty-five that they're there. It's mental. Like like I look at like so when people ask me, when I first started training, exercising, back when I was younger, um, to me it was like like the reason I started was obviously like from school up getting bullied and stuff like that. That was the reason I got into it. But what I found was when I actually started weight training, it was due to the fact from mental. Like yeah. there was like a mental clarity and to this day. Like the only reason I go to a gym today is for my mental health. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I don't know I, you know, nutrition and everything's on point all the time. And I'm, you know, I look good, but I don't do it for that reason. I do it clearly just only for my mental health. Like, yeah. If I miss the gym for a week, I can tell the difference between me mentally. And yeah, like when I am going to the gym,
0: there's some crushing that goes on. Yeah. To real, to like heavy exercise. Like I get on the bike and it's like, you, I know when I haven't ridden for two or three days because I get pissed off that the, yeah. the forks aren't sat properly in the drawer, you know? And yeah. it's just like, oh, you've got something going on inside you. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with the forks. Why don't you go hurt yourself on the bike? Yep. Go push something heavy around, you know? Yeah. There's something, it's so, I like Joe Rogan's theory. It's like, it's killing the inner bitch every day. Yeah. You know?
1: It's, yeah. It's like a crazy thing that you've got to feel this exhaustion ex- of energy in a sense, to make the body rebalance into a better position.
0: Bro, we're fucking, we sleep on mattresses. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're wearing four different materials right now. Life has got way too good. It's way too easy now. Like, we just wake up to an alarm and we're like, fuck, I might go look at Instagram or some porn or do something. Might just have the day off work today. Exactly right, yeah. You know, where it's like you go back, what, uh, like 500 years? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you're going to wake up when the sun comes up and you're going to immediately start working. You're going to try not to die from a flu. You're going to try not to die from a cold. You're going to hope that the next door village doesn't come and rape and pillage.
2: Yeah, exactly like, right. Yeah. It
0: is crazy. So now it's like we've got to go to a 45-minute planned out class so we can burn all this excess energy. Yeah. So all this, And also the function of anxiety in a situation that I was talking about 500 years ago compared to today yeah, is useful, yep. whereas now it's an ailment, Exactly right. And it's like, anxiety isn't something that, like, it's not a disease that you get, it's something that's in everyone, yep. that you're meant to have, so when the tiger comes over the hill, and you hear the, that fucking branch break, you're like, fuck, there's danger. Exactly right, yeah. You know, and now we get it looking at, at our ex's Instagram
1: page. Yeah, 100%. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> things like, all these things that today we have, it, it comes back to genet- like genetics from the past, and what tools we have genetically in our bodies that we no longer use or yeah. utilize, and for some reason, because we don't exhaust them, or like you said, like Instagram or something like that, on there, you, you get those same overwhelming feelings, like anxiety, like why is that person doing that? Why is it yeah. doing that? Because we're not getting that opportunity to have that tiger coming at us and go, shit, fight or flight.
0: Yeah, it's fucking crazy, you know? And now, maybe the closest thing you get is driving a car. Oh, that's you right, Because yeah. it's quick, it's happening fast, yeah. there's dire consequences if we don't get it right. I don't know, you know, obviously, like I hang out with some fairly... Um, like they're just wild boys. They do crazy things on motorbikes <laughs> and all that. And it's funny. Like I, I listen to the people, especially like parents. Yeah. You know, I listen to their opinions of these people, and it's like, oh, these boys are just fucking silly. They're they're living right. They're flying too close to the sun. It's like, yeah, but I think you might be living a, a silent life of desperation. I think. You know?
1: They're living. They're not. Yeah. Like my mum literally said to me because like I've done so many different sports growing up, um, <clears throat> and literally I remember mum saying to me one day, she said. If you die, like this spirit, she's like, if you die doing something you love, she said, I'll be proud of you. Mm. If you die because you didn't do what you loved, I'll yeah, be proud it's of bullshit. you. bullshit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're, yeah. we came from a family of like motorsports and, you know, adrenaline junkies. Yeah. So it's like, to us, we had, like, we not had to, like, we have to kind of get that rush occasionally to feel love. And I can tell the difference. Like, if I don't get that rush from something or if I'm not achieving something, I feel yeah. very low and depressed, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah achieve I feel like rush and achievement are two different things I'm fully fucking addicted to success and achievement now. yeah and like especially when you can appropriate that for yourself yeah you know like my wins compared to your wins compared to the neighbours wins are all fucking night and day yeah you know so I think like that that feeling of like needing to progress and move forward yeah I think there's one thing there but I think the rush the rush thing like I get it now from doing wheelies in traffic yeah. on my push bike I've toned down on my motorbike for uh Unknown reasons, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've and like now I get that on my push bike. Yeah. I think where did I get mm. it before, and I don't think I did. Yeah, but now that I've got it, I'm like, oh, I can't go without it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I have to have it. Yeah, every it's day. It's through what you
1: need. Yeah, it's through you need like, like all the different sports I've done, and like the weirdest thing now, like so one thing that I do omit about adrenaline, though, the worst part about adrenaline is it gets to a limit. Yeah. So, how far do you take it? Like where do you stop if that makes sense? So like, mm. especially now with business and stuff like that, I've got to be very like very careful. Like I can't deal with an injury. I can't deal with a lot of things because you know it'll screw me up in the long run. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I've got to be able to figure out a way of doing it. And that's where my issue with the adrenaline comes in. That's why I like helicopters.
0: So, yeah, dude. Adrenaline and business is scary because you're actually going for a, you're doing a long term thing. That's right. You know, and it's like we're we're both like on track in hundred year plans. Yeah. Most people are living like. Three months away from the next holiday. Yeah, and dude, the payoff is like you know I'm um, I'm in the game at the moment of organising these or either promoting or organising events, and you know then you work for so long. Yeah. For this shit that's gonna last four hours. Yeah, exactly right. And those four hours are gonna be gone. Yeah. You're gonna rock up and then you're gonna be driving home. You're gonna be like,
1: what the fuck happened? What? Where did that go? That's yeah. an adrenaline rush. That's exactly right. It's nuts. That's what the best thing with business, like <clears throat> i found, like sounds. COVID was the worst thing for us with business, obviously. Yeah. But at the same time, it was exciting. It was thrilling because i seen it on a different... You see it on... i seen it on, you know, the negative side of what it cost us, but yeah. also seen it on the brilliant side of, like, you know, the government and how they ran it and, and yeah. you know, the tactics they put behind it all and different businesses, how they approached COVID and, and ways they made money and stuff like that. To me, that was a exciting rush because I was learning so much about yeah. different strategies onto what to do from a negative situation. Yeah. So... Yeah, I definitely enjoyed that part. But. I think
0: the strength in that, in like situations like that is every time something bad happens, there's always an opportunity. Yeah. You have to just really look for it. Yeah. And like, I was, I'm a, I don't think, I think I'm unique in that I don't personally know anyone who did what I did, but I'm not that unique in that I know this happened on a mass scale throughout the world during COVID. But for me, it was like a great opportunity to go like, right, what tools do I have? And at the time, I was in a caravan with a laptop and a yeah. phone and I built a business. Yeah. You know? So I think the cool part about COVID that like really fucking switched something on is like, oh, I'm an, I'm a professional problem solver now. Yep. So now anytime something bad happens, like for example, this thing has just happened with my motorbike, <coughs> it's like immediately going, Well, where's a positive here? Yeah. You know, there's got to be a positive. <coughs> yeah. And without getting divulging too much on camera, it's uh like I, I've come up with these reasons in my mind and it may be a coping mechanism or it may be problem solving on a greater scale, playing into a hundred year plan. Yep. Where I go, okay. I was meant to meet these police officers. Yeah. I was meant to have this day in court or whatever it is. I was meant to have this happen so it stopped me from doing this or whatever it might be. Yeah,
1: it could become a whole lot
0: worse. Yeah, well, I mean, I've said to my parents that, you know, this may have been an event that saved my life because yeah. it was literally people coming to me and saying, you need to calm down. Yeah. yeah. You know? And yeah. like, one thing's for sure, because we're adrenaline junkies, yeah. every time you go out, you try to go harder. Exactly right. <sighs> I will admit
1: though, some bloody incredible stuff there.
0: Oh, yeah, we're fun. <laughs> we're fun. We're good at what we <laughs> <It's> do. beautiful. <laughs> yeah it's um it's interesting that whole that whole um situation is interesting, and uh I actually look forward to looking back at this. I think like with everything bad that happens, yeah. you go like I'm looking forward to looking at this in six months and understand exactly what it is, yeah because I mean like even when it first happened that like that kind of like four days afterwards I was just in a haze of like, what does this mean? yeah, yeah, what the fuck is going on yeah am I like and a feeling of like am I in trouble yeah. Like as an adult, you don't really feel in trouble very yeah, often, right, yeah. and you're like, "Am I fucking? Is something bad going to happen?" Yeah. Once that kind of passed, then I was a bit more like, "All right, what's actually going
1: on here?" Yeah. Yeah. So with that, it's like because you've got future plans. Say, for instance, prior to that, you have future plans, like you have got rise and stuff like that. When that happens, you go like, all that just disappears, and you're like, "Yeah." And it, it like you're like me, so we're thinking further into the future. Yeah. And when something like this changes and it's un- uncontrollable to us, it's like takes a moment to think about it, yeah. but then we come up with a new strategy. Whereas one people, like a lot of people, when something negative happens, they just go black off, leave it. yeah. And then they, they never ever dwell or work out a situation with that. And I find that's like the difference between a lot of people and business people. Business people come up with strategy because they need to come up with strategy.
0: Yeah, I think one thing to mention there is like, it's not business people. That's yeah. what business does to people. That's right, yeah. you know. And if you're going to last, because this is the thing, anything you've got going on, Anything. Even if it's on its final <coughs> fucking day. Yeah. If it's on its final day, you, you still have a future. Mm. You just have to figure out how to change this course to make it work and it's not tomorrow or next week or next month or, mm. or maybe next year. You go fuck I reckon if maybe doing this doesn't work, but we could do this and this maybe could work then. Yeah. That's the mentality. That's right. Like, bro, I've been under a thousand dollars in my bank account for two years now, making it fucking happen. Yeah. And I still have no idea what this is gonna be. Yeah, yeah. But I'm sure it's gonna be something. Oh, it definitely is. And I have no you know, I have no, like, I've now don't even really have anxiety around not having money. Yep. It's yep. fucking, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. So it's like, translate that to your average person all of a sudden has something taken away from them from the police, right? And I can see quite quickly how the immediate response is like, fuck this, you know, yeah. like fucking dogs doing this to me, rah, rah, rah. It's like, or you did something wrong, maybe. That's right. Yeah. There's a, there may be a point Fox of inflection here for yeah. you. What can you do with this <coughs> situation, you know? Yeah. yeah it's just, it's just interesting. It's interesting. Being a fucking adult is interesting, dude. It is.
1: Mm. Wish we'd go back.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. At the same time, I don't
1: want to go back. I'm grateful for where we are today.
0: You kind of want to go back to be like an 18 year old with the knowledge that you've got now. Well, if we could do that, man, yeah. imagine. I'd have the biggest dick energy.
1: Yeah, you'd be. Like, I'd probably I'd probably just get bashed a lot because I was from Manjamart. But it would be <laughs> incredible to know this knowledge. I'd be like, oh guys, yeah. do you know this? And they're like, Yeah, while they're hitting you. What does that mean? in your mind, (laughs) you're like, I'm going to own a gym
0: one day. Yeah, that's (laughs) right.
1: Like, I like, as a kid, obviously, growing up, like, when I went into teens, I knew what I wanted to do when I was older. But down there, it was very hard to, you know, say what you wanted to do because... It was not, yeah, it was not the norm, fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. And it was pretty much like, you get put in boxes down there. Yeah. It's a very boxed in community, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, that's why we came to Bunbury. What, um... So what was your first business venture? Um, so first business we purchased was Anytime Fitness. Right. Yeah. And what year was that? Uh, I think it was 2015. So oh, 21 odd. years old.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So at 21, it's 2015. Jim gym, gym has kind of like had a boom and died off and then yeah. it kind of had another boom
1: a couple of years after, hey?
2: Yeah. yeah. It was
1: pretty much the, like, I think even Joe Rogan actually says this on his podcast, if you owned a gym 20 years ago or 15 years ago like yeah. that's from today 15 yeah. years ago you were well like you were rich like you were in the money yeah now it's that overcrowded like you find that many gyms on every single hey. corner like it's just it's mind blowing
0: yeah and it's funny man because again like i said it's like it's like the, you know, there's like nightclubs, like yeah. Fitzy's It's like gym is a day club. Yeah, that's right, yeah. It's like you go there, you dress up, you wear a full face of makeup. Yeah. You know, I've got my designer shaker, I'm wearing these shoes. Yeah. I'm here with this person. I come at this time because X, Y. Dude, yeah. that's fitzy
1: shit. Yeah, that's right. You know? The most insane thing about that is that you've got all these gyms, right? And then you say, like like you said, someone's coming in $200 pair of shoes, $100 pants. Like, yeah. Wearing $500 worth of clothing. And then they're like, oh, I don't want to pay any more than like 15 dollars a week yeah true and it's like it's mind-blowing because like the clothing makes you look good yeah but the exercise is what's going to make you feel good
0: yeah dude and also there's something about like <clears throat> i know I'm, I'm super low energy today so i'm not using myself as, as an example but usually when you've got in a workout like you you literally hit the world different yeah like you've got something going on when you've got that out and you're just like ah. Oh, you know, you're like yeah. a dog that's just shook all the water off exactly after getting out right. of the ocean, you know? And, like, that's an energy and people feel that. Yeah. You know, this people's take this, people have that feeling of you're taking your life seriously. They take you seriously. Yeah. It's something weird. But then, <clears throat> I don't know, people will do shit like that where they don't want to pay X amount per yeah. week for their gym and then not look at the price of shit when they go to Woolworths
1: yeah. and, like, get two coffees every day and shit. Yeah. So, yeah. two things on that, like... <clears throat> which is a spin out and this is this is only i'm only going to say this because i'll say the first one first and i'm only going to say this because seven years of you know owning a gym yeah and you know we own multiple of them and i look into you know the different sales and everything of all the different gyms yeah the person that's going to whinge about the money is normally the person who has the most amount of money so yeah we find our fifo workers and stuff like that you know they come in and they don't want to pay any money but then it's the people which you know, like which work locally, or some of them are studying and stuff, they'll yeah. walk in and they don't even question the price. Yeah, and they buy their subs on the way out and shit. Yeah, yeah. because they're, they're happy to be there. But yeah. whereas, like, I don't know why it's always been like that. It's been this weird. Dude, i
0: got a yeah. fucking problem with FIFO working, I've realized through having this podcast. Yeah. Because I, I bring it up all the time, but it's funny. Here's another situation where, like, FIFO workers have too much time to think. That's right. Yeah, they do. Just too much time to think. Yeah. You know, it's oh, well I'm not there fucking. I, I know you think you have. T-
1: timetable period yeah. things where they so we just give them a slight discount because obviously not here but think about this for a situation if you rent a house and then you choose to go fifo yeah does the person own the house no longer have to get rent because you're not there for that two weeks no but
0: for example if you said to that person i'm doing <coughs> i'm doing this yeah and there's another room in the house while i'm not there i don't give a fuck if you have someone living there maybe they yeah. do it as well yeah right? so i see it as i see both sides yeah. of the coin yes yeah. you're correct but from a business point of view, if it makes you happy as a customer, and um, your retention goes yeah. to three years instead of six months, yep. let's go. Yeah, you're happy to, and even if you go sweet, I'll give you a one out of three week deal because you only hear one out of three. Yeah, but I want you to sign up for eighteen months. That's right. That's what we
1: do do. Like yeah. that. But it's um, they they still think that they should get. say like for instance, if pay fifteen dollars a week the membership is, yeah. They think they just only have to pay fifteen dollars when they're home. Yeah. And like, they shouldn't be in contracts stuff like that. And to me, like, I understand their point of view, but also what we have found, because at one point in time, we did try that strategy. Yeah. Actually, Australia, through all the gyms, tried that strategy. Yeah. And what we found was an average FIFA worker works six months a year because they go two and two off, right? Yeah. Then they also have their 10 um, personal leave days, plus they've got your four weeks annual leave. True. So we found if a FIFA worker was doing two and two and didn't have any holidays, they actually use the club, I think, like 63% more the time than the average person what lived local. Wow. Because they when they're home for the two weeks, they go to the gym. That's, that's True. their day. They're not at work, are they? So that's what we found. Their, their usage was so much higher yeah. than anyone else's. And you've got to look at it as a business idea. Like a business plan is when someone comes into the gym, we've got to basically um, acknowledge how many times they're coming in from that. So the equipment, obviously, you know equipment's getting fixed or yep. how flooded the gym's going to be you know we've got cap- like maximum capabilities and stuff like that so we've got to look at all these different reasonings behind it and we'd prefer to have someone which is going to be able to you know utilize the club yeah proper way than have someone which is going to come in pay bugger roll and then whinge the whole time because they chose to go on a two-week holiday during their two-week yeah yeah
0: yeah it's funny you know i used to go to a gym I'm not going to name names, but like then that doesn't operate anymore. Yeah. And it was fuck all the week. And I remember it was just old fucked equipment. Yeah. You know? And it was like, it had that feel of like, yeah, every everything here weighs as much as it's meant to weigh. You just make it work. And for when I was, this is the thing, like when I was skate training, awesome. Because yeah. it makes motherfuckers. Yeah. That gym just made you hard. That was the <laughs> idea of it. But... Then later on when you're just doing it to, you know, get some abs and maybe a little fucking upper deck. Yeah. You're like, fuck this gym. Yeah. It smells. Yeah. You know, like the only, there's no air con, it's just fans and shit. You're like, yep. that's fucking stupid. It's like my first gym. Yeah. And and this is the thing. Now you like you go, that's cool. That's cool until you've been to a fucking nice gym. Yeah. You know, you walk in, it's all cool and shit. And you're like, oh, God damn. Yep.
1: There's hot chicks in here. What the fuck? Yeah, what's going on <laughs> And I remember like being in management and... Um, you know, I was an apprentice at the time, and I lived out of home as well, so I was paying rent. I had a um, car, so I was paying the car. And Ty and I used to go to Woolworths, and we used to like write down the dates of the meats and stuff like that. Yeah. So then, basically, because three days out, I think it's like twenty percent. Second day out, it's like fifty percent, and then on the day it expires, you can go eighty percent off. Uh, so we used to actually go in. That sounds really weird, but we used to go in there and get all the meat right before it was about to go off. Like, yeah. We were just we didn't have much money, so we had to do that. Um, but doing all that, I still paid a gym membership, which was $20 a week. And it was, yeah. you know, it's a really good gym. Now he's moved, but in that time, it was a very small gym, exactly what you were just saying. And when I finally moved to Bunbury and I went to Anytime Fitness yeah, and the dude said the price, I looked at him and I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Am I stealing this off you? Like, are you yeah. sure you want to do that? Like, like, I was so confused. That was like the,
0: uh, original Homemaker Center yes. location. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, so, I think and, even I went there or something. I've been to like every gym except for fucking like world gym, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like every gym is a good gym as long as the person that's going in there wants to exercise, they want to do something. Like, yeah. I think the one thing as a, as a business owner of a gym, which I I stick by because I think mental health is the first thing that we should all be you know, focusing on. Yeah. Um, a lot of people said to me like, oh, you know, like this gym's opened up. Like, what do you think about that? And I'm like... I mean, my opinion. If more people are going to exercise, so it means more people in the community are actually going to go and exercise. Yeah, go that's for a win. It. That's yeah. a huge win. That's a huge win for the community. Yeah.
0: So I think one thing as well, like, and like this is a Gary V mentality thing, but dude, there, there is no such thing as competition. That's right. There's same, there's people in the same industry as you, and yep. like, if you want to see it as a form of like, they're they're doing a better job than us at what we do by this. Yeah. And we can we can apply that to our space, whatever yep. it might be, and then improve our shit. Very good. And then let them catch up, and then let you catch up to them. Exactly and right. And then let Bunbury be the destination of fucking brilliant gyms. Yeah. And people come here to work out because you got places that are dedicated for this sort of lifting or this
1: sort of training. That's right. Yeah. How cool is that? If you didn't have like, if you didn't have those other people opening up, you would never internally know that you need to be better.
0: Yeah. And there's no there's no inclination to get better either. Exactly right. That's the thing. Like. For example, and not that I have any problem with the way they have done anything, it's just it stayed very stagnant for a long time. Like the rink. The rink yeah. has had no reason to improve because there's no other rink doing yeah. a better job. Yeah. So it's like, if you want to go skating, will you go to the one place that you go skating? Yeah. But I think like, I mean, only because we've gone through a skating revolution in the past, like since COVID. Yeah. Because it was a great sport to do yeah. that you do by yourself outside with yeah. just a pair of skates, off you go. It's like, man, I don't see why <laughs> that hasn't got a, a full disco system pumping every yeah, Thursday, right, Friday, yeah. Saturday, like that. Maybe there's a room for me to go organise something there, I don't know. But that you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. one of those situations where like a bit of competition would be healthy. That's right, yeah. And if you had two rinks here and they were battling for fucking dude, that means you want more people skating.
1: Exactly right, yeah. That's the whole goal, right? Yeah. That's unreal. <coughs> well, the um so this is Local local Government's um the I think it's called Kentucky vs. Goliath is the statement. So basically when I think it was Kentucky Fried Chicken had their chicken shop open, and this other company came. Oh, sorry, it was Goliath was original. Then Kentucky Fried Chicken came out. Right. They sued them, basically trying to say that you know, like you're copying what we're doing. Yeah. And it went from you know lawsuit to even local government going in in America, kind of thing. It was yeah. It was pretty insane, like because they said we've opened competition. You can't do that. Whatever it was. Long story short, you there's no reason for someone else not to be able to do what you're doing. Mm. There's no there's there's nothing to say. In any way that that's competition yeah like why would you be able to do open something up and that purely be yours no one else can do it yeah it's it's a very interesting like you've got to read through this whole like court case but the points were brought out even like the people were doing the suing and whatever it was yeah even they started like arguing for as like knowing that they were wrong and they actually then was to carry the court case longer yeah they actually done studies and they even admitted like you're right there's no such thing as competition yeah true but they kept it going because it became such a good study case yeah and now that's the same thing in local government same thing in a lot Dude, of things
0: this is a thing like i was telling a, a bloke last night at the skate crew so he came out and he's like day one yeah he's like gumby gumby and uh he was talking about like i just want to kind of come out and be around you guys and yep. like even if you skate off and <laughs> come back and that. It's like bro metal sharpens metal yep. you'll get super good by being around other people that yep. are better than you at whatever you're doing. That's right. Like I know I get better at wheelies incrementally and then someone who knows how to do wheelies will come stay or I go up to Perth or whatever and then yep. I'll come home a day later and just done like a month progression Yeah. in yep. a day and you're like, what the fuck? It's because you're going like, well, I'm a B at the moment yep. and that's what an A looks like and that's yep. what an A plus looks like. Now you're yep. familiar with it. Yep. I will start aiming for the A.
1: Exactly right, yeah. Because you, know? you um, until you see it, you kind of limit yourself. It's like my dad said when I was a kid. You can do anything you want he said there's nothing in the world you can't do yeah you got a heart you got two hands you can do it Somebody else can do it you can do it
0: yeah it's funny my mom gave me the same shit hey eh? yeah just like there is nothing in this world you can't do whatever you do once you uh, she, she, I, I, was, I was thinking about this the other day she was very clear about the distinction of making a decision that you're going to do something yeah but once you've made that decision yeah it's possible but once you got to decide on it and i don't think she even realized the power behind that because yeah. there is a big thing there it's um you know, whether you decide you're right or wrong, you correct. Yep. Yeah, that's you right. Know? And once you made that decision, like, oh, black ink isn't going to fail. Yeah. Cool, show me. Yeah. You know, like off you go. Exactly right. So it's something, yeah. It's funny that, that we both had that mantra as kids that, yeah. you know, you can do anything you want. Yeah. And we're just like, oh, okay, can I take over the world? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of like what it's like, though. Like, you know. Yeah, dude, it fucking is. And I mean, obviously, um, like, you're a councilman for the Shire of Harvey. Yeah. Um, all of a sudden, I've been thrown into this area of thinking about running for for council in the City of Bunbury this
1: year, and I don't. Well, what? How did you get involved with it? How did it come about? Um, long story short, I've always wanted like so. Politics have always interested me because um, th- there where the decision, you know, the policies come into play with you know, yeah. state and federal. And when I got into business, I knew I had to set up a business idea. So then that way I'd have more time to be able to do more in the community. Right. Um, and Basically, I knew by helping the community, you know, with the gym, that was my main thing, was the community. Um, I was speaking to Amanda, which um, she works at the shop next door. And I said to her, you know, I want to do more for the community. Yeah. And she said, well, you know, council. Yeah. And I said, oh, you know, like, I'm not too sure. Like, I didn't think at that point in time I was ready. Um, but anyway, I looked into it and became a candidate and ran for it. But the way I did it was I didn't want to, a lot of people go out there and say, you know, as a counsellor, I want to do this, I want to do that. The yeah. reality is you're a council of 13 or 9 or however many you're in there. It's yeah. a decision-making, you know, like council. Yeah. You can't make one decision and that's, you know, that's it. So yeah. when I ran for Kennedy, I pretty much was very open, honest, you know, just said who I was yeah. and, I, and everything like that. And then when the news reporters came to me, they said to me, you know, like, what, what would you say or do if you don't get elected? And I said, if I don't get elected, I'll be happy because it's what the community wanted. Yeah. And that's <laughs> all I cared about was what the community
0: wanted. Um, yeah, it's a flex, but it's only really a, an integral flex if the people want you to do the job. That's right. It's like, yeah, I'm a man of the people. That's what's yeah. up. I'm that guy. Yeah. You know, but if it's like you got there because you spent the most on marketing, marketing or yourself, yeah. whatever it might be, it's like, oh, you got there because you figured out a system yeah. to get votes. Exactly right. You know? Which is,
1: that's a big concern we have in local government now. Um, with the new reforms coming in, Right. It is. it's going to become a flex. It's state government, they choose you know, the Premier of Federal Government, they choose the Prime Minister. Yeah. And they've gone out and said, well, local government, we're gonna make the people choose who the President is. And now the President is someone you look up to, or the Mayor is someone you look up to, with the most respect. That person needs to be the one, which is, yeah. you know, you know, he's in control of the, what's going on. You look out to him as a leader. Yeah. Now, with them doing this, the marketing and everything's changing as well, which means whoever spends the most amount of money could technically be the President.
0: So, here, here, here's a real world example. I've been talking to council members and they've been talking about like your main budget for this whole experience. Yep. And I'm like, budget, w- what what part of this costs? And they're like, well, yeah. you've got to market yourself. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but I I don't know if you've been paying attention. I do that for free every day. Exactly right. Like, yeah. he- Hella people yeah. know me. So then, and obviously this is the thing, like the first question I asked you was like, dude, I've had an OnlyFans account. I've just yep. had this thing with my bike. I've got these things going yep. on. Does this affect it? And you're like, no, 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 man. It's all to do with the boat. Exactly. So not that I have any, um, you know, negative uh, intention. <coughs> yeah. But like, what if someone with my sort of, or someone who's got 10 times the amount of reach that I do in this town goes, oh,
1: I want to run for council. It's plausible. They can you know, run that, for council, yeah. That's that's pretty bizarre. It is. That's it's pretty it's, bizarre. The thing what I find fascinating the most is like, anyone can obviously run for council. Same as state or federal. Yep. Anyone can run for state or federal if they wanted to. And if they've got that outreach already out there, They've got the ability. Like you look at the mayor, in you look Perth, at Trump, you know, yeah, Trump as well. Well a the mayor example. Perth <laughs> was, you know, the sports reporter. Yeah. Um, you know, he did an incredible job. Some will say, some will say different. Yeah. But he had that ability to jump in and go straight away. So,
0: dude, this is the thing. So he was a he was a presenter, right? Yeah. So then you go, well, how much ability or knowledge or application does a presenter have for this job? Exactly. Right. So I ask you, well, how much ability does a gym owner and a glass specialist yeah. have in being a councilman? Well, how much how much time does a, a t-shirt maker and a marketing guy have for being, dude? The people asking these jobs, and there's nothing wrong with uh, asking these questions. They have jobs, yeah, you know. And I understand, like you, I don't, I don't know what occupation you might want there, like a lawyer, yeah. or, or, or uh, I don't know what you want there, someone who's knowledgeable about politics, yeah. I think the thing that it comes down to is like. Especially a presenter, you are immersed in the community. Yeah, you don't have a fucking option. You know yeah. what's going on. Exactly right. Yeah. So I think like, and like your situation is perfect. to a gym. Yeah. Dude, how many fucking people go to the gym? Exactly right. Yeah. Like every day you, you're a en- person. You are yeah. engaging yep. with the community every day. So I think like on that front, it's interesting. I've found. I'm not saying this is like I'm trying to float my own boat, but I've found recently in my time to reflect, that I have time to reflect. Yeah. That I have time to go and run these um, volunteer pick-up rubbish events. Yeah. And I have time to run my skating event. I have yeah. time to be at these other community events that I now know are going on because I'm paying attention to the roster. Yeah, So it's like, your average person just doesn't have time to, A, be the person doing that research, and, like, B, have the time to, like, realize that, yeah, like I was a truck driver two years ago. Yeah. Like I know you're whatever you are now but you could be running for council in two years time. That's right. You know, it's literally just finding, like you said, you find a a way to allow yourself more time in the community, have a business, figure out income streams, yeah. think about what's going on, get involved with shit and all of a sudden why wouldn't you be a candidate? Exactly right. You know?
1: Yeah. Everything like, no matter like, I I get hit up with this all the time. They're like, I understand why someone would say it but it drives me insane though at the same time. It's like, because I've accomplished... Like a a good amount of things in my life. But a lot of people, like, you know, like, oh, you know, you've only done that because A, B, C, D, or whatever excuse they come up with. But that word, the excuse, is the issue there because anyone could do anything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, anyone could be anyone. Like, it's up to you to make that decision and decide what you want to do. It's like you only got these good things in
0: your life because you worked hard at these other things. You're like, fucking, yeah. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah.
1: I committed a lot of things. I committed my, like, I haven't had much of a personal life for a very long time. Yeah. And relationships have always. Yeah, been an issue, but like, it's because it's what I wanted. You mm-hmm. know what I mean like, and I've chosen to make that time and, and, and to be where I am.
0: Yeah, it's fucking weird because um, you realize like as soon as you made that decision, you're like, oh, I'm in a small playing pool here. There's fuck all, and like, I say I say this a lot to the people that I hang out with a lot. It's like realistically, like as I said, we've got time to reflect. We think about different things. We have these ambitious goals, and yeah. we believe that we can get them. Yeah, I don't want to talk about the footy. No. Definitely. I don't want to talk about some workplace issue you've got going on. I'm not yeah. being rude, yeah. but I'm trying to take over the world. I'm trying to build an empire. Yeah. I'm trying to have no ceiling. Yeah. So it's like, then you start talking to, sometimes it's the people you've been talking to for a long time. Sometimes it's, you know, other business owners and that. And you start to realize like, wow, the people do have vastly different ways of thinking. And most of the time, that is a distinction
2: yeah.
1: as to their outcome. Yeah. You know? I can't, that's like one thing I struggle with is... Um when I'm in the gym, I'll, I'll small talk to people because, like, obviously it's in the gym and I want to know how they're going. I always ask the questions how they're going and stuff like that. Yeah. Even in the community and all that type of stuff because I love engaging in the community. But if it's, uh, when it comes to like, you know, making friends and stuff, that's what I love about you. It's like when you talk, we're talking about, you know, to me, it's motivating, it's inspiring, it's, yeah. it's, it's making a difference. I can't do that. Oh, did you see the footy on the weekend? Someone won by 12, yeah. or whatever. Or Tommy crashed the truck. Yeah, whatever it is, da da uh, da. I have never been able to do that. Never in my life. Like,
0: how do you go with gym bros in the gym? Um, do you have any like troublemakers? Because it, it seems to be a very testosterone fueled environment.
1: We did when I first started at the gym. Um, <laughs> when I first started working at the gym, um, we had a couple which caused a lot of dramas. I think the current owner at that time, she was kind of dumbfounded because I'm I was I was from Adelaide. Like, if someone's doing sainko, and I'm very blunt, I'm very honest. Yeah. So if someone was doing something, I'd, I'd straight up be honest with them in a respectful way and, and ask them, like, you know like why they're doing this or yeah, try up? and get to the bottom of it, if it makes yeah. sense. And if you couldn't get to the bottom of it, you just politely ask them to leave. But we've got a wicked, wicked vibe now. Yeah. Um, you still get the occasional person, because of Anytime Fitness, you can you can use any gym, yeah, any time fitness worldwide. So you still get that odd person from Perth, which comes down and... Uh, and drops their weights and does yeah. The shit, yeah. But what we found is that... If there's people in their training, everyone else walks in and they see someone respecting something, they respect it too.
0: Yeah, that's a so, like good mob mob mentality, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So we do get that a lot, which is good.
0: Yeah, gyms are such a I don't know whether I've like bitched out getting older, but gyms to me are such a like exciting and scary environment at the same time. Yeah. You know, because you know there is that like everyone's kind of posturing a certain percent, whether it's a hundred or five percent or anywhere yeah. in between. But then also it's like there's that expectation where you're like, oh, how big am I and what can yeah. I lift and I normally do 15s but that dude was just doing 17 so I better do 17.5 yeah,
1: you know? right, like, yeah. it's, it's fucking it's never ending I find like the funniest thing like to, exactly that like I don't ever try and go heavy anymore like there's no point in you know, too many injuries but one thing I get a lot like still to this day like people message me on Instagram and stuff they're like you know like I'm nervous I'm you know I'm shy I'm like um what's it called um you know they have anxiety about going to the gym and all this type of stuff, and like people don't believe this, but like you can ask my staff members. Um, I'll go to the gym, say like nine thirty in the morning, mm. and I'll be in there for five minutes. I'll be that anxious, man. That I've got to leave. Yeah. Like I, I, to this day, I'm still petrified, and I own the place. Yeah. I know every single person in there, but that's not because of the environment. It's because it's like something to do with myself. Yeah. Um, and I still get very anxious about going to the gym because you know there is that old school freaking mentality where you're supposed to bench this, you're supposed to do that, but I'm going there for mental health. Yeah. So sometimes I would go in, I'll be there five minutes and I'm like, okay, I'll go back later and I'll go back later. I also find that if there's lots of people in the gym, as much as that makes me anxious, as long as I start training, that's when I do the best workouts.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Dude, I do better wheelies when people are watching
1: me. Yeah. Mm. You pick up on their vibe or you pick up on the fact that they're there kind of thing and you, Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. It's like, add a couple more percent to your body's yeah
0: there's something to energy yeah you know there's something to energy and that's like you know we were we were on one the other day and it was like there was one point there where i'm like this is fucking hell cool none of this was planned but just like everyone's on the same everyone's on the same wavelength Yeah, yeah you know what i mean and like all the banter is just like everyone's on the same like same sort of joke same sort of path yeah and it's like fuck whether it's like in a professional environment even in here man some days I feel like the wind is going that way and I'm walking that way. Like yeah. I can't do anything right. Yeah. And then other days it's like the fucking, the ideas just fall in front of me. Yeah. You know, there's something to energy.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, you would know it from Sunday. Well, I walk in here, man, and I get like this, I get this overwhelming vibe of like, to me it's excitement because like, this is where shit happens. Yeah, you know? I mean, true. Like, <laughs> like this is like, it's like when you're doing stuff, over there and I was filming, I was like, I'm mind boggled by that stuff. Do you know? yeah. I mean, like It's exciting. And like on Sunday when we're at mine, you know, my office is my sanctuary, that's where I go into. So like when people walk into that, they're like, Oh, this is so cool, like this is where you do certain things and yeah. stuff like that. But same thing, some days I'll be working and I'll just feel like I feel like it's like it's not right to be there, it's like collapsing on me. Yeah. But then I'm lucky, I can go to you know, I can go to chambers, I can go to the gym, I can go to Dynamic, I can go to Blake Cartel, surround I, myself.
0: I had a fucking realisation the other day, I'm like, oh I'm one of those guys who works from home and yeah. works hell hard. Yeah. Usually those two things don't go yeah, together. Exactly. If you work from home, you're like, oh I'll go do something else yeah. too. It'll be Sunday morning. I'm like, Riz doesn't wake up for like another hour or so. Yeah. I might go bang out a couple of designs, or I'll yeah. make some content. Or, something. dude, that's fucked up. Yeah. Like I'm just like addicted to fucking. Let's go, you yeah. know. Let's I make something
1: that. cool. I did that. Yeah. I'm bad for that too, man. Like, <clears throat> uh, people ask me all the time. They're like, man, you're mental. Like, why would you do that? Sometimes I go to bed. You know, like, I'll be asleep by nine o'clock. And yeah. It's like one a.m. in the morning. I wake up and I'm just like, I'm wide, I'm ready to do something. So I jump on the computer and just, even if it's not anything to do with business, I'm just learning about bro yeah.
0: i love being in the space yeah you know yeah like even if that's like oh, i'm feeling creative but i don't want to create anything go on pinterest and save a bunch of shit. yeah that's right yeah you know do something yeah and like i've even got this thing now where <clears throat> i uh i try and like you know back in school you brainstorm something like yeah. you literally you put something in a bubble and you go like oh this 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 or oh, there, perfect example on that whiteboard yeah I was it before yeah like just fucking get things down yeah because as soon as you have that commitment to like oh i'm just gonna just see what happens yeah Bro, there's magic in there. That's Zachariah. It's fucking crazy. Like I was talking to Nana on the phone the other day. She starts telling me about, dude, funny story. It was not funny. It's interesting. We're talking about the book of Revelations, which is the last book in the New, in the New Testament, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, last book in the New Testament. So it talks about basically what's going to happen at the end of the world. Yeah. So Nana's like, we've got about seven years left. There's, the Antichrist will arrive. There'll be a rapture. And you know, if you're a child of God, you will rise up to heaven and spend life eternal with him, which yeah. obviously is the plan. So anyway, I'm looking at my Bible, which is actually dad's old Bible that I found one day. And <clears throat> I thought, I'll keep this. And I was like, my Bible. And in the front, it's got deaths. And uh, and I said, who's who's this person? She goes, oh, that's my dad. And I was like, really? Died in 1977. Interesting. She's telling me all this stuff about it. I was like, oh, so this was your maiden name. And as it turns out, this this particular name, I don't want to say it's so when I release it. It looks yeah. cool. This, this <clears throat> name... Is such a fucking gangster name to make a design out of. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like building an a, a, like a concept for a graphic in my head yeah. of what this is going to look like. Cause she's telling, and obviously, like at the same time, she's telling me about character traits of him that I'm like, oh, that's where I get that from. That's where I get that yeah. from. So I'm having this like deep connection with this story, and at the same time, my mind is like giving me a color scheme, giving me like the way the words going to sit, giving me how the words underneath are going to sit, and it's just like. Oh, this is fucking art happening. Yeah, you know? I love
1: that. Oh, and just so fucking cool, so cool. You know, talking about that is one thing. Like, creativity, business is creativity at the end of the day, kind of thing. Yeah, bro. And people don't realize that. Like, I used to do um, paintings and art when I was younger. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, like, like I don't do it anymore. But the um whole business aspect, or you know, like even doing house renovation, everything we do is a creativity. It's like we're creating something out of yeah, nothing.
0: To create a pursuit,
1: for yeah. sure. And it might not be drawing a picture, but like you are just saying, the concept of it coming out of your head. Like, I've explained it to people before. Like, if I'm sitting there and I'm thinking logically about business and where I want to go, I'm, I'm pulling files out and I'm, I'm placing them there. And I'm yeah. I'm thinking through putting it here, and people are like, yeah, but it's in here. It's like no, like you're literally pulling it. It's, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. there, and you're gonna put that aside, and you're gonna grab this one. You're gonna. We are all about yeah.
0: you being able to see that from being real. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I can, and like even. I mean, this is the thing. So I've here's a good example. I've recently gone from being able to know what all my jobs are on the go, like yeah. have them up on the board, and like have a few things in my diary. I now have so many ongoing jobs yeah. that I can come back to and be like, "What the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, yeah. what garments? What, what yeah. graphics? Who, what have I ch- charged them or anything?" So I, I realise like, I'm my business has now got to a point where I have to develop a system yeah. that allows me to to file this stuff and yeah. and like be able to keep keep account of it. So then you're faced with a question, you know, you're me for a second. You do everything. Yeah. You do the marketing. You do the you do the invoicing. You do the creating. You do the imaginative shit. You do absolutely everything. And now you have to come up with a new structure yep. for your workflow to make sure that you that nothing goes astray, that it's all time based and all the rest, bro. That's a creative as yeah. fuck pursuit.
1: Yeah. That's awesome.
0: At the end of that, you literally like, because I mean, that's not something you just come up with. Yeah. That's something where you're like, okay, if I did this and I use sticky
1: tabs, or if I use yeah. this program, or, bro, it's fucking. First part about that is I've had so many people go, Oh yeah, but you just go, oh, 7 AM to nine AM you do this. Yeah, but seven to a m seven to nine AM, one day is this, the next day is that. Like we're forever. Right. Every day is changing. Like so Split different. second. So like, different. So to have that, you know, that plan made, created, and then to flow with a fluctuating lifestyle and you know, business happening every yeah. time is unique.
0: Well even you called me on Thursday. And you yeah, said yeah, hey, yeah, yeah yeah i've got i need 16 of these tees three of these work shirts and then homeboy messaged me afterwards and said i need one of these banners as well yeah and it's like oh i've got a full schedule of work for a week yeah you know before this yeah and now we've got to get this done in time for i know that has a certain time date. Yeah. and i mean that i'm at the point now where and you probably passed this point a long time ago I don't even get stressed out anymore. Yeah,
1: no, there's no such thing as stress. You, you just, just write just, it down yeah. and you're
0: like, all right, I guess I'll fucking source these
1: shirts yes, and you stuff. you rip this part of my body, go over there. Yeah, yeah, just It's mental. Yeah, it's if
0: you learn to ride that wave though, fuck man, it's like the most rewarding. It is. And it's really like, I find going back to the like not having money thing, I feel like if you don't worry about money yep. and you don't let the stress of like, oh fuck, now I've got to rearrange this, the wave looks after you. It does, yeah. You just start to get to the sand at the bottom of the ocean that a big wave will come and yeah. you lift back up. You're like, Oh fuck, I thought I was gonna die for a second, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, hundred percent agree with
0: you. It's fucking wild. I just I'm just waiting for <coughs> those waves to keep getting incrementally bigger, you yeah. know. Yeah. So one day I'm like, Oh I can afford <laughs> shopping and fuel this week. Yeah, you know? <laughs> no bike,
1: no bike. Oh uh, well. That's like, well, like with everything that's been happening in life lately, like the reason I've just finished painting my house is because, like, you're talking about the thing. I got to the point, like, I couldn't, like, my memory was getting so, like, blurred out. Yeah. I used to just walk around the house, and if I like, saint came to me, I had to text her. I was just writing shit on my walls. My whole yeah. house literally was written up, like, December and January. Yeah. was just, like, I just wrote everything from personal life to business life to everything. It was insane. It looked like a buddy, like, I should have been put in a home. Fuck, like,
0: man. no nah, that's actually, like, I feel like that's one of those things. You know how, like, the first night you, you sleep in a house that, like, you own? You're like, yeah. i got to smoke in here because now I own a house. That's right, yeah. yeah. You know, like, I, yeah. I don't even smoke. I've never wanted to smoke a cigarette indoors. And you're like, fucking here I am in yeah. bed. Smoke ashen on the floor. Yeah. Because it's fucking mine. Exactly right. I it's can like, do this. Dude, it's like the first time you you took you took your parents somewhere in your car and they went to change your radio station. Yeah, yeah. You're like, don't you fucking dare. I'm in control
1: of this. This like, is my yeah, car, all yeah. right?
0: And they're like, yeah, I gave you the money. You shut the fuck okay. up. You when know? air come on, heaters are on yeah, there's something about that. And I feel like as a creator, like, bro, if I could write on these walls, yep. there'd be nothing hanging on them. Yeah, or it's beautiful. You, as a full creator, you just write in all the... Ga- oh, that's yeah. too much. Bro, I love it.
1: Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, but The coolest thing about doing it, like... I did it last time as well, like, um, the exact same thing last time as well. You just got to make sure you don't use, like, proper permanent black texture because that comes through paint quite often. True. Yeah, so that's why my walls are that dark grey now.
0: Dude, <laughs> you'd, um, you'd hit it with... Uh,
1: Fuck! What could you do? Cause I like sanded it most back this time. Ideally yeah. though,
0: you want it as all a whiteboard.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know? Bro, that's like a dream.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know those whiteboards? The fucking they're like this big. Yeah. On the rotate on the stand. Yeah. So it's like I've got all these like weird size ones. Essentially, yeah. that whiteboard there on one of those rotator stands. Yeah. I'd love like two or three of them. Yeah. Just Imagine so if your wall was that, bro. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what's to level up is like if it was all touch shit. Oh, shit. I know. I and then so you I, connect it yeah. to VR shit so you can yeah. like design something and then you can put it on the screen. and Yeah. Goddamn,
1: dude. I fucking... So when I moved to Bunbury, um, so I moved to Bunbury, had the apartment in Bunbury. Obviously it wasn't mine, I was renting it. So I couldn't put anything on the walls. Yeah. But everything was going on. So I used to type it all up and print it. And um, I remember someone coming over one day and there was three rooms, uh, two rooms that Noel's laid in. Yeah. And they're like, oh, what's in these rooms? I walked in there, they're like you like an FBI agent or something? Yeah. Shit is, up on the walls. Yeah, and I just, yeah. every wall had information, but like, they're like, but how? And I was like, because everything was in my but perfect planning order. So I knew everything. you yeah. knew what wall to look out for, what business or, you know, what's happening there or. I feel like you get to a certain point
0: where you have to. Yeah. You have to. Like, I'm almost there that like, I honestly have so much shit going on, going on where it's like to effectively execute any of these things. Yeah. I need a better filing system. Yeah. And I think also, like, there's that, um, it's called the Positsky effect. That's not a real thing. It's off a podcast I watch. But yeah. the idea is that instead of, like, taking the phone charger out of there every morning and plugging it in here and then every yeah. night plugging it in there because that's where you sleep, you can just buy a second phone charger. Exactly right. You know? And it's like these ideas that we have where it's like, oh, if I was a madman and had anything my way, the whole fucking wall would be a whiteboard. It's like, yeah. bro, you're a fucking adult. Yeah, yeah. Go and make it. it a whiteboard, yeah. you, you know? Go right. do it. Yeah. Go get all the colored fucking whiteboard markers under oh, the sun man. and just have fun. You know yeah, what I mean? Excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you can <laughs> yeah. fully just go do exactly that. Exactly right, yeah. And it's like then, again, as a businessman, you have yeah. this opportunity to go like, dude, if that fully will help my yeah. bottom dollar, yeah. let's go yeah. right now. Get whiteboards. Yeah. It's wild, man. I love it. That's probably the most addictive part about this lifestyle. It's like the freedom is sick. Like I can just, you know, yesterday, hey, we still on for this podcast. 9.15, yeah. I'm bringing coffee. Sweet. Yep. Done. You know? That's the fucking, that's a very cool part. Yeah. And like, I really take advantage of that now. Like, dad's like, oh, I'm going to Perford. I'm going to do this. It's like, I'm fucking there. Yeah. I don't have the time or money, but I don't have the time or money not to. Exactly right. Yeah. You know? We can value things a lot better.
1: Yeah. Experience things.
0: The second thing is like, dude, and I say this loosely, if you can justify an expense, yeah. You can justify an expense yeah you know what i mean like if i go oh, I, you know i need a new front and back chain ring and like cranks and that for my bike and that and yeah. not even like as a tax justification like for my personal justification to spend 300 on my bike yeah it's like if i don't ride that every day my business feels it
2: yeah
0: yeah put whatever you want on there exactly right yeah. you know and then prove every day for the next six months that it was worth that money exactly right yeah you know well,
1: it's like um like so we've like you know business and, and all that type of stuff for a long time with business, I've always just worn you know my like staff clothing like what well, my staff wear and stuff yeah, which was always good but it was causing like I call it, cause it like the the bubble effect. Whereas I was working internally in the business which I shouldn't have been internally working in, I should have been externally on the outside doing my work right. rather than doing that at night time. And obviously everything that's happened um, you know recently, so I was just like, I was like screw this. I'm gonna like because with council I wear a suit all the time and I love wearing a suit. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna buy nice. Clothes that I can wear on the daily, which makes me feel professional, yeah. feel good about myself, and that's why I went out and I brought you know the nice clothes, and I came here and newsboys like, man, they look amazing, like yeah. no judgment there whatsoever, and I was like, yeah, that's what I'm going to wear. I'm pretty sure I called
0: you a fag like six times. But I'm pretty yeah. sure
1: on the phone Sunday when I told you I was sitting on the grass, shaving oh, yeah.
0: my legs. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, I'm shaving my legs. I'm like that is literally the gayest uh, thing I, you could have said. Yeah. Well and dude it is straight up but you want to shave your legs? yeah your I leg love
1: girl, I love trimming my leg hairs I wear
0: fucking it. these tiny black short shorts every day and no one says a thing yeah
1: exactly you know? <laughs> like, I was like I, 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 I trim shave everything and I love it just, yeah it just to me it's like it's another one of those weird things that make me feel good
0: bro I used to flat out shave everything for like skating and cycling yeah. and for myself for years yeah and then one day I just I was like this is too much energy and never did it again yeah it's fucking weird yeah So
1: beard like i trim my beard all the time yeah and that's not because you know like i like my beard trimmed. it's just because i have to be a man and say that i couldn't grow one (laughs) yeah true (laughs) but if i just trim it all the way down how it is i feel comfortable it's good
0: man the whole beard thing's weird hey like i've only just been able to start since i met riz i like that was like the day i started growing a beard it seems yeah she's she's seen me without a beard like twice yeah yeah. you know it's funny imagine you Well, now you can't but like i couldn't grow a beard until i was literally fucking 27. Yeah. Like it was crazy. No, way this is my year. Yes. Yeah. Well dad always said to me, You, yeah. you get a beard at thirty. Yeah. Like, Fucking oh, he was at and like I turned thirty what like two months ago? Yeah. It's like I'm I'd call this just about a beard. I've got a yeah. bit to go, but it's funny, I'm letting it really go now because I'm going on that trip over East. yeah and I don't care who you are. You need a fucking scraggly beard while you're going across another ball, yeah, right? Definitely, like, what are you definitely, doing? Definitely, bro. What are you fucking doing? Definitely need one. So I said to Caleb, "You got to trim me up like maybe a week before." Yeah. And then that way, during the trip, I'll, I'll get it a bit messy. But by the time I'm there, I'm just a fucking messy biker. Yeah, know? that's right. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Biker, 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 exactly. Yeah, biker. Yeah, keyword there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's fucking. How do we get here? Uh, shaving legs, gayest you could have done. Oh, feeling comfortable in. Smart clothes. Oh yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. So that's why I like wearing not smart clothes now.
0: Yeah, it's funny, man. I feel like my um my output, like my daily output, goes up by um, with wearing clothes and shoes. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. If I wear shoes and especially put my hair in a plait, yeah, I know that I like for some reason that switch switches something on my mind. Like, oh, yeah. I'm like I'm. I'm. I mean, I'm in uniform. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the same as like when you put on that long sleeve high vis. You're like, I'm going to work. Yeah. It's like if I'm putting on shoes and doing my hair. It's like, fuck. I must be at work. Yeah. And my output is crazy. Like it's night and day different. Yeah. But then you allow yourself a chill day by just fucking running the Crocs and the top knot. Yeah.
1: That's the other thing. Like I've noticed in the last two months, I wear this, and this means. So this is like council business. So this means everything. know I, I do. I'm trying to do as much as I can, but. With, like, you know, our uniforms and stuff, when I put them on, man, I feel like another level. I'm like this excited feeling. Like yeah, I get yeah. to go do this work now, like, you know, whether it's glass or at the gym or Blade Cartel. And I go there and I do it all. And as soon as I finish it all, I take that clothing off because I go, oh, I'm not doing that. So I gotta take it off. Yeah, because, that's that sectioned out. Yeah. Yeah. And I work so much harder in that moment I put those clothes on, though. Like, it's yeah. this weird thing. Whereas before, I'd have them on and I'd be like dicking around doing something here and there. And, you know, I wouldn't be putting in so much performance.
0: That's like, the same thing as people wearing 500 bucks at the gym. Yeah, that's right, yeah. 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 I've got on all this high-tech fucking sports gear so yeah. I can squat 80 kilos. Yeah, you know. right, yeah. <laughs> fucking hell.
1: Yeah, I brought one of those sports watches. still sits on my cupboard now. Mm. Apple watches.
0: Bro, I want one of the fucking F45 heart rate monitors. Blows my dick off that they're $99 though. Yeah. It's a heart rate monitor that hooks into only their system. And it's like it's 99 bucks. It's like, yeah. dude, you imported these for five bucks a piece yeah, from the Yeah, that's China right, yeah. And yeah. put an F45. I, yeah. Hey, I'm here for it. Yeah. But fuck me. Yeah, especially because you're already coming there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If I'm a Sorry. member, it's like look, fucking 79? Come yeah, on, yeah. cut yeah. me some slack.
1: Nah. Maybe I should do that. Sell the fob keys to get your entry, but then you've got to get another fob key to get the entry, and then you've got to buy for the watershed fountain.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah business side of it. <laughs> dude you got to hit him from every fucking angle man. oh can you it's, imagine it's like the australian government and tax it's oh man like, oh right by the time you get a dollar we've taxed you 43 times yeah
1: yeah you know it's, it's unbelievable fucking crazy it says is, is it eight times one dollar goes through eight hands there's no longer a dollar in existence wow so i think it's might be less than that. i was talking to rob about this yesterday and trying to explain it all like how your gst works then how you're taxable income works and then your personal tax on top of that and the superannuation on top of that and then like and he's sitting there and he's like i don't have any money left after you explain all that and i was like that's the point that that's the whole thing man like if you own a company and the company is say worth a million dollars technically speaking now every single accountant or anyone's going to say that's wrong but the fact of the matter is by the time you get your taxes done they own 63 percent of that
0: yeah 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 and this is the thing like on our pursuits it's like I'm trying to be a millionaire and it's like well if I'm going to have a million dollars I kind of have to make three and a half four
2: exactly
0: you know because by the time whatever cost it takes to get there by the time everyone's take their cut employees tax everything it's like to get a million we're, we're talking about five yeah so that whole like I mean, this is a thing. Like, yeah, I've had under $1,000 to my name for two years. Yeah. is actually kind of easier than being in your position yeah. because I've got a lot less moving parts. Yeah. You know, for every tax bracket you go up, it comes with like new shit, not yeah. just a new amount of tax you've got, but like new levies that you fall into, new things that you have to make sure you're abiding by. Yeah. It's fucking Which I just crazy. Got with.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, personal tax. Because, like, I didn't even think about this. Fly um, and I have always paid ourselves just a medium wage kind of thing because. You know tax reasons, and stuff like that, but become an account so you get your like your um, sitting fees. Yeah, and they can fluctuate between sixteen to some counselors are on forty plus. Like it's it's insane depending on where you're at. Yeah, and um, anyway, I made twenty one I think for the year. So during that twenty one k, you've got to obviously pay tax on that. Yeah, and, you know if say you only make under sixty grand, it's not much. But because I made over that next threshold, end up having pay. I think it's like because we've tax spent like by the time I've put all my claims in there, I've got to give them 5500 dollars back. Wow. So, and if I hadn't done that, it's about 12 grand, which means 50% of that time I was working, I was doing it for free. Yeah. Which is like pretty crazy to think that if I wasn't paying myself that medium wage and paid myself a little bit less, I'd actually be more in front.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And like ideally, you want to make under that 20, is it 21 and a half or $22,000 a year and just pay no tax. Exactly right, you yeah. Get, you get tax every week, but you just get it all back. Exactly right, yeah. Which... I mean that. I mean that's my next step is turning this from a sole trader operation to a company. With yep. I think I'm actually going to go. I've been talking to some smarter people about this, and I think I'm going to organise three separate businesses. Yeah, be Black Ink the brand, Black Ink Print. Yep. which will be called something else, and then another thing I'll tell you off camera, but that um. Yeah, and then obviously you you then have like a, a company which is a yep. whole separate entity and then yeah. it's all the money that's made. It's like, just keep it in the company.
1: Yeah, exactly right. And
0: then that way, that, you know, it's not yours, but it's yours. Yeah, that's right.
1: The company taxes is only
0: 26% at the moment, so heaps better. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. It's crazy that that's just like, that's a very common bit of information for well let's explain that so once you get to that point so right now if I make a $100,000 I think I pay 47% in tax or something yeah same crazy yep. now if I have that same $100,000 and I make it as a company yeah, I'm only obliged to pay 26% in tax yep and that 26% is stuck for any amount of money correct so if I make a million dollars yep now, I think if I make a million dollars as an individual, I think you pay 60.
1: Oh, it goes up. Yeah, it keeps going. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. crazy. So yeah. now
0: you, like, you literally get to a certain point with that threshold of money you actually get. It's, it, it doesn't grow exponentially. It, it, it's exponentially in how much it doesn't grow. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. You know, so you make yeah. it more and they like, he's more tax. But as a company, it's just locked for 26. That's right, yeah. That's a very common bit of knowledge yep. for businessmen But yep. for your average person working FIFO yep. or working fucking 10 hours a day, five days a week, they have no reason to know that.
1: That's right. Yeah, exactly right.
0: You know, and like there, are, there is actually a good portion of the population that are in a situation where my mum is currently going through this, where she's making the transition from employee yep. to subcontractor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, I, I know it seems crazy. You'll have to organize your own tax and your own super yeah. and all this, but you will make more on the same That's wage. That's right, yeah.
1: And you know the best thing about it is even the company saves money as well. Yeah, because yeah.
0: they're not paying fucking sick leave and they're yeah. not doing and all the bullshit taxes and everything yeah. else on it. Yeah, and like this is the thing. A lot of you say, "Oh yeah, but my company won't let me do that." If you just take a take six months to understand this yeah. and prepare yourself and go in there and say, Thank "Hey, you. here's my business, here's my ABN, here's my insurance, here's yeah. all my bullshit. I've done all the research. Yeah. All you have to do is take me off this and put me on as that. Yeah, I do the exact same job, and I tell you what, I'll even work from home two days a week.
2: Yep. let's They'll go. I'll to do it, bro.
1: Fucking That's a big know. thing. Like this is actually something which is. I don't know where it's at at the moment state government or federal government or wherever it sits um but about two years ago i know south 32 or one of the mine sites out there was doing it and it's if if everyone actually went to become a, a contractor if that makes sense it would screw the tax system up so much because they're unable to tax those people at the 36 cents or the 41 cents true yeah so this is the big issue they have with it so even though state government local government federal government well, local is local but um state government federal government right there you know they're all about you know the community like you know the people whatever yep. the tax and stuff at the end of the day they have a very very big business to run and a business needs to make money for yeah. every day something goes up interest rates go up yep. inflation goes up they need to make more money how do they make money true tax the people tax the people yeah now, by us doing this and putting everyone on a lower income tax uh, like so basically a company goes 26 percent right and then Say you're a subcontractor all of a sudden and you're yep. not paying thirty six cents to the dollar on taxes and I'm also claiming GST on you, mind you, so mm-hmm. I'm saving another ten cents to the dollar there. Yeah. The government's losing like twenty-five cents to the dollar.
0: Yeah, okay. I know yeah. this is a side side argument coming from someone who's very uneducated, but in that particular situation, you would have more people engaged with understanding how their finances work and probably have a higher priority in spending their money locally, because I understand what that actually means. Yeah. That's you know correct. what I mean? By Blade Cartel spending whatever it was last week on me, yeah. that makes a direct impact yeah. to someone in your community. Yeah. You know, So if That's they right. spend that same $1,000 on a Chinese brand or that same $800 on a Pakistani brand, it's like yeah. you get the same product or you yeah. get a lesser or You're better losing product. Money that money is fucking gone. Exactly right. Like it's so far away now. Yeah, it's you not know? coming back. And so then you go, okay, does the stimulus effect that that causes through spending 20% more yeah. or spending 30% more on a local product but knowing that like, Oh, I'm giving that money to Susan. Yeah, yeah. Susan spends her money at Mick's fucking butcher. Yeah. You know, and I know Mick, he gets all of his bread from this local, and I know it's a very rudimentary example that I'm giving. But it's correct, though. But that's how shit works. Yeah. And, like, at the moment, I feel like I I was a victim of this. Like, I have no problem sending Nike $250 to get these pair of shoes that they sold in America, were made in China. You know, all of this was engineered somewhere in the Cayman Islands, blah, blah, blah. And I get my shoes and I'm like, I'm the fucking man. Yeah. You know, because you just don't understand what the power of $250 in a local person's right. hand compared to Nike's. Yeah. You know?
1: 100% agree with you there.
0: It's fucking crazy. But if you don't have the knowledge, right. you're not going to make the decision like that.
1: Yeah. You know? 100% right. But the thing is, someone asked me one time, I said, why don't we learn taxes in school? Yeah. Why, why would they? would they want to give you the answers to the biggest problem we have, that's going to screw them over at the end of the day. And it, yeah. sounds, it sounds very like, um, what's the word, like, I don't know. Conspiracy, it, conspiracy theory. theory. Yeah. Which I understand, you know, someone will think that because not everyone knows the understanding of how the taxes work and how the GST works and yeah. all this type of stuff. But if someone literally just took six months of their life and actually generally had a look at how it all works, like yeah. the, the what's it called, the um, the um, banking, so the banking system. Yeah. So they don't mm-hmm. actually own money that they give you as a loan
0: yeah yeah they we've create gone, money we've gone so far so far past the gold standard now yeah and the it's agreements just... are like you can create more money if it, if it floats our economy it's kind of this thing though it's like um i can't think of a good analogy on the spot but it's like they're like fuck we're not going to live the next couple of minutes and it's like yeah. oh go suck oxygen out of that person's body so that they die but you can live a couple of more and they've just yeah. been doing that until yeah. everyone around them is dead yeah and now we're kind of at a point where everyone's like how are we forty nine gazillion
1: dollars in debt and there's only like so much in think circulation? Fifty one trillion dollars in debt. Who too? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. you know
1: craziest thing in the world? Is the, what's it called? The Royal Commission, or whatever it's called, so the Banking Royal Commission. Right. Technically, technically, legally, now this is technically and legally, don't know what it is as of today's date. Owns seventy one percent of the like Earth.
0: Yeah. Because I, I have a
1: bank loan, right? So that bank loan comes through Westpac. Westpac created it through the basically the banking system Mm. which means they technically own your shit my shit right yeah but who is that yeah
0: bigger question how much is the world worth well that's exactly right kanye asked that on on rogan and he's like i'm not going to do his accent like you know i know this is a dumb question but what's the world worth yeah and i remember thinking like that is a dumb question i have no idea though yeah
1: you know it would be a very interesting question
0: when the aliens come yeah they're not gonna ask for money no no won't help. like how crazy is that like yeah. i know that's so obvious like oh what were they having to use for money for it's like yeah that's how serious we take money though yeah that's right you know like when someone holds you up at midnight and puts a gun in your mouth what are yeah, they asking for exactly right money yeah you know that's how important it is to us and it's just fucking crazy that if it is that important like i don't know in my adult life since you know becoming conscious at like 17 years old and even before that Dude, I was selling fucking fairy floss down at the markets. I got my first job at 14 mucking stables, or 13 mucking stables. Yeah. Like, bro, I've been trying to make money my whole fucking life. Yeah. So much so that now, like, obviously, I was going to say, I don't know how anyone else doesn't take money seriously because people definitely can. But I think understanding how much of an indicator and how much of a, like tool you can use it for whatever you want yeah it makes sense to really know what it is exactly right yeah like it really makes sense and like you said take six months off and just learn just learn you know and don't learn learn. as if you're curious yeah learn as if your whole fucking life depends on because that's what's going on
1: when you read something reread it and then read 50 different things on that thing Yeah. and then don't take what that one paragraph said and say that's literal because it's 15 other paragraphs and out of those 15 other paragraphs you'll find the truth across the whole
0: yeah yeah yeah, and I mean that's a scary part about especially the situation we're in, you have to make definitive choices all the exactly time. Right. And, it, and realistically you're rewarded at the faster you make them and the slower you undo them. Exactly right. So I think one thing one thing that I try and maintain is like just always be the dumbest person in the room. Just yeah, always 100%. be always be asking questions. It's yeah. like if you're into this particular thing, ask about that particular thing. Because yeah. they 'Cause they're gonna give you a little bit of insight over here and you may not use it for twelve months. Yeah. But then you're talking to someone over here, and A, you've got something to talk about, yeah. and B, now you've got a reference point here, their point of view. You go, okay. So if they said that, and they, that tells me there's a general truth here about this.
1: Exactly right. Yeah. You know. Mind you, do I like, Can I just go to the restroom, quicker?
0: Yeah, if I no. I'm busting for a wee, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, it's two a skills. Skill. I'm like an a,
1: a Rogan apprentice, eh? Yeah, I, I pee so much, it's ridiculous. Do you wake up to go to the toilet in the middle? So do you wake up to go to the toilet in the middle the night? Yeah, I'm a man. So what happens? We made the bed. Huh? Do you eat the bed or do you get up? No, I piss before I go to sleep and then I piss when I wake up. <laughs> How do you do that? Bro, I'll wake... Like, this is not even lying. Like, on average, I'd say... Now, this is this is really estimating low. Yeah. I'd say minimum four times a night. Bro. That's nuts. That's minimum. Bro, there's some days where I'd, I could say at least eight times and I'll drink two of these. Yeah, you got a child's bladder. Bro, I don't know why. You and Riz are the same. Just yeah. like halfway through shopping.
0: Like, I got. nah, she's not that bad, but... No, nah, I'm, I'm fucking... I could do that. <laughs> I definitely had a period though where I was like, I would wake up to piss. I remember I was talking to Seb Italiano about it. He's like, yeah. yeah, man, I wake up every night to piss. And yeah. all of a sudden I did it for like six months. And then just one day I was like, I'm fucking sick of like, being all groggy and shit walking yeah. through the house. So now I just, I don't know what it is. And it's not like I wake up busting for a piss either. Yeah. I just wake up and then you're like, oh, yeah, I guess I could
1: the yeah. weirdest thing is I've had the same conversation with Seb while he's been tattooing me
0: yeah there you go there you go <laughs> maybe looking. this is more of a Seb thing hey? <laughs> it is yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck oh, It's gone. Seb's one of those dudes man it's fucking crazy I ran to him at the UFC and it's like every time you see him it's like you were hanging out 15 minutes ago yeah, yeah he's just like oh
2: dude you again yeah <laughs> yeah you
0: know?
1: it's insane that's why I love him doing my tattoos like, Yeah, more tattoos on 8th of March yeah I'm so keen for it cause like last time right, I leave on the was... 8th of March let's go right this, last time I seen it was that.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, true. I forgot about that. Yeah, I was thinking my last because he did all my ass Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's like my last big tattoo. Oh no, I got this from buddy Torleon, but yeah, he um, when he did my ass man, we got that was fucking wild because it's like you you just committed to talking about shit for six hours at a time, you yeah. know. Man, and him and I can talk some shit.
1: Yeah, oh. he's awesome. Yeah. Because that's where mine is right now. We're going onto my ass right now. And that's yeah. why last time I was with him, we were talking about you because we're talking about you again. your ass had it. True. And, and I was like, oh my always God. Always
0: leads to talking about pissing in the middle of the night. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So it's, I guess it's somehow related, but.
0: Yeah, man. Seb's fucking, Seb was like, because I, I, I met Seb when he was the apprentice when I was hanging out at the shop ages and ages yeah. ago. And he was just always a guy that was like,
2: "Oh yeah, like fuck, yeah,
0: you know, just kind of dopey." Yeah. And now you talk to seven, you're like, "Dude, you might be more of an adult than I am."
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, he switched on now. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's, it's cool, unreal.
1: What were we talking about before? I can't remember
0: now. Mm. I want to get your opinion on something, but I fucking forgot what it was. Oh yeah, yeah. Are you fucking with all of this? Um. Seems like I'm jacking club good right now, but I don't think anyone's going to know the reference between the two of us. Yeah. But um, do you fuck with like all these UFO, UFO sightings lately?
1: Oh, I've seen them come up on my like YouTube. I haven't looked at a single one.
0: Man, I think it's like... I was listening to an old Rogan podcast this morning and uh, he was saying that he used this analogy, like imagine you're an ant saying like the middle <clears> of the <throat> forest in Dwellinger. Yeah. Right. And you've never interacted with humans. You've been alive for like 10 days instinctually you make your colony you know you use fucking sticks and twigs and this and that to you know build rooms and shit inside and you help the queen and rah 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 then all of a sudden this fucking dude is just like walking through the forest one day because he decided to go for a walk and he steps on top of your ant line and fucking ruins everything yeah right and he just continues on moving right he's saying the the likelihood that Obviously, there's, I think there's more known, is it, oh no, it can't be known, there's like more galaxies or more something than those yeah. grains of sand on Earth, rah, rah, rah. so yeah. the likelihood of there's something being out there that's been alive even for like 100 million years longer yeah. than us is so high yeah. that if they did come and visit us, the likelihood of them even being on the same wavelength of communication and like looking down at the, these animals or whatever they are, instinctually doing whatever it is, creating things and yeah. and fucking making porn and making iPhones and yeah having jobs that we can afford these things you know it's yep. like whatever that is like it's the same as ants making yeah it's the same as what humans are to ants is what we would be to aliens exactly right yeah so it's like when you think about that it makes you look at everything like oh we're hell smart because i'm recording a podcast on an iphone 14 plus yeah it's like that's not shit bro yeah they can probably move through like time and space yeah like we're just impressed by this because we're at the pinnacle of what we've ever experienced exactly right when it comes down to it, like yeah, we've probably been visited multiple times. We're probably living among aliens for yeah, all we know. Wouldn't know about it. Because yeah. if you were an alien and you had the technology to do things, you are like, for sure, chucking what do they call it, an MPC down there and let them just fucking collect data for us. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah,
1: you know. It's one of the most weirdest things about it. So I, when I sleep, I listen to like I'm really weird. Like when I sleep, I have to listen to stuff and. I, one of the things I this love. This
0: piss so much.
1: Probably, yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: it's just a madre
1: saying you will wet the bed. Yeah, probably. Like, just on repeat. I see <laughs> yeah. some weird truth, you know, um, I learned about solar system. So they're talking about like you know, like so um, habitable like planets and stuff like that because it has to be a certain zoning for a planet to be had like um, ha- yeah. habit habitable. Yeah. Um, and all that type of stuff. But pretty much the the, the thing with aliens and the thing what's really complicated what people don't understand is for an alien to actually come and visit humans right they have to travel x amount of light years right now if you were to be in a spaceship going one light year so to get up to the speed of light yeah for five minutes seven years passes yeah yeah so, so it's an age problem it's an age problem so if i think it's like a, a one hour works out to be a hundred years um, one year works out to be one thousand years so yeah and all that type of stuff so imagine an alien right comes to earth right now they go light years boom to us yeah well by the time he even thought about leaving you and I have already gone existence. 20 of our generations have already gone through. Yeah. He's gotten here and it's only been five minutes of his time.
0: Yeah, that's pretty crazy. So he would have had to do it like 100,000 know, 1, years ago for exactly it right. to be relevant right now.
1: Exactly. And that's the most complicated thing with time and space. So the fact of UFOs, um, people saying like, you know, reporting UFOs and the tell it's so plausible, but also what's scary about it is that that was their technology thousands of years ago. Where oh, are they finding yeah. out
0: that now? Yeah, but you're talking about moving through time and space in a way that we understand. There's a yeah, likelihood right. that they can bend time.
1: Well, that's what they're also working at now. Is the yeah, So they're calling it... Um, well, like, so you do different wavelengths and stuff like that. And yeah. We actually did... Now, this sounds crazy because it's been done before and we used this to actually um, surveyor the moon. So right. we actually sent a satellite out into space and we jumped onto the basically the rotation of the moon yeah. and went on at the same wavelength. And basically, we ended up getting this satellite almost, I think it was 50 miles off moon it, did, it was doing 50,000 kilometers or 50,000 miles an hour. Yeah. Every two hours it circulated the moon. And what they did was they were able to get on its gravitational pull, which bent time and space. So we, even though two hours was passing, it was actually in front of us, but we were behind it. But it was still there, if that makes sense. It was, it's, it's a 20 minute documentary and it explains it so specifically. Like it's
0: operating on a different time scale to us. It is, yeah,
1: that's right. But yet it's there. And See, time hadn't had passed. Yeah yeah it's, yeah. It's hell cool and the but it's so close to where you know to where we are today. It's fucking
0: crazy that the moon moves the oceans. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like this, out. Yeah. It doesn't really like I sometimes I try and and this is something from coming uh something from smoking too much medicinal marijuana which yeah. I'm prescribed to. Yeah. Footnote. Um I'm but Dutch. <laughs> it's like I try and wipe everything that you know that's going on like every single rule everything yeah. that like is structured to what's going on and just go like look around and like what the fuck is going on there's a big what the fuck moment when you go like how does the moon do that yeah you know and obviously that's part of a system yeah. so you've got the moon rotating around the earth you got the earth rotating around the sun you've got the sun operating in a galaxy you've got a galaxy I mean and then yeah. that crazy idea of like if we zoom out far enough is that galaxy just part of a cell that's part of something absolutely massive
1: exactly right are you know? oh, we just deserve- a little cell on our skin right now yeah yeah yeah, because yeah reality is for gravity to work it needs to have a basis which means like we right now gravity pulled down onto earth yeah same thing with like how the the solar system moves so what is it that that solar system is created what are we attached to which is causing that
0: yeah yeah it's funny because you know you think of like your you know your your um Cardiovascular system, is that what yeah, I'm yeah. talking about? Like your arteries, capillaries, all yeah, yeah. your shit. You think about that and like the similarity that has to like imagining, like you've got the Kwanana Freeway, which then has all its little off ramps. So yep. Some are bigger than others and then they break down to tiny, small ones and then even yeah. break down into alleyways and then break down into, oh, that was probably the smallest example, you know, yep. cul de sacs and shit and like how
1: everything is just a
0: constant exchange of energy or information.
1: I think humans had a lot more abilities though back in the day we don't have anymore. Bro. Like, this is uh, this is fucking Because this this one is something I believe in like no intuition all that type of stuff is amazing. But we had like so when Shadow one day we were at, we're in Trindale, yeah. Her best friend was Luna, which is in Daliolop. Yeah. Luna went missing. And um like Pete and Arlene were looking for Luna everywhere. They, the gate was open, so they've assumed that she's escaped kind of thing. And it'd been about 20, 30 minutes past and, and we're like, We'll come over there, we'll help you look. Yeah. I couldn't find Shadow. And then anyway, I ended up going to the backyard and she's sitting over in the corner of the fence yeah and she was refusing to move i've never seen her like that in my yeah, life Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's when my gut sunk and i called pete up and i said mate have you looked in the garden and he's like yeah i've looked in there i said the left-hand corner of your garden yeah like, have a look and that's where luna was passed away hectic but shadow had already yeah and she was trying to show us yeah you know I mean? like, include
0: on what was going on
1: and back in the you know world war Two and world war one you know wives knew when their partners had passed away sons and you know like mothers and yeah, fathers t- it's felt it yeah and but then there's no science backing up how we feel that. Do you know
0: what I mean, bro? This um, living intuitively again as a businessman is one thing, and then like trying to incorporate that into your personal life. Yeah. The thing that I did, that um, I've kind of given away the whole story now, but the thing that I did that led uh, me to having my bike impounded was uh, at before. Actually, uh, I don't want to talk about it. I just realized. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I had an inclination that. Um,
1: you know, it. no, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. yeah I think yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. I've, te- like, this sounds stupid and, like, looking back on it, I, I'll probably still do it a hundred times over. I've had times where I've had intuition tell me one thing and, I, and I've thought about it. Yeah. And I've really processed it. And then I've done the opposite to really test that intuition and yeah. really F myself over majorly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, and then I go, why didn't I think, like, why didn't I believe in myself? Yeah. And I go, oh, like, because we're brought to not think, like, we're brought to think. In a different way, if that makes sense. But every time... there's The problem is intuition has a very similar voice
0: to anxiety. Exactly, yeah. So I think like... I remember this one time I was about to go do something really illegal. Yeah. Like really illegal. And it wasn't... It it was like one of those things where I was, I was like, I'm pretty cool with doing this. And as I went to do it, I was like, I don't think this is a good idea. Yeah. It's going to fucking make me look like a a pretty big dickhead to a few people. Yeah. But I'm not going to do this. Yeah. You know? And I fucking decided not to do it. And I found out like maybe four months later that had I done it, I probably wouldn't be sitting here now. Yeah. It was fucking crazy. I remember just being like, oh my God, like listening to that one thing in my head that was like, nah, bro, there is times this isn't it. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. And now like, I mean, I I even like will, sometimes you catch yourself looking for it. Yeah. You know, something big will be happening and you're like, I'm waiting for the universe to tell me this will be a good or bad thing. And then like the dog winks at you and you're like, fuck, we're on. Yeah. Yeah. But the reality is like I think when these messages need to be given to you, like having my bike taken away from me. Yep. Um, it's like, yeah, dude, there was something greater going on. Yeah, you're exactly gonna right. come off, you're gonna break your leg, yeah. you're gonna fucking paralyze yourself. Yeah. Whatever we gotta do to stop you from doing that we'll do, here it is. Exactly right. You know? It's fucking weird. And leaning on that intuition is such a is such a like risky skill because like you really can like I mean, if you're gonna lean on it with a small decision, you lean on it with a big decision. Yeah. You know?
1: It's like um I was a teenager, and we used to build dirt jump stuff. We used to be a freestyle BMX rider, and we we're down the bush one day, and it's a, it's a corner block. It's so, all um, like you know you can't see in the bush, but there's there's three exit points. There's like on this side, there's directly from the corner, or there's this side. Yeah. And we'd been building the jumps and all that of stuff, and the boys had gone and got all these new shovels and shit. I was like, man, like we don't we can't afford this type of stuff. So who knows where they're going from? Yeah. But they were like, you know, they used to do shit all the time, and I used to stay out of it. And we're building it. And I just I just felt like I had this weird gut feeling like mum wanted me or something like that. Yeah. And I said to him, I was like, oh, I'm just going to go. Like, I'll come back. And I've walked like, I've like, walked my BMX bike out of the bush, right? And as I've walked out to this V section, I've jumped on my bike and I've ridden off. Yeah. During that exact same time I'm riding off, I didn't know about it, but the exact same time, cops came either side. And oh, the rest of them all. They'd broken into a bunch of bloody um, garden sheds
0: and yeah. stole
2: all
1: this stuff. And yeah, I had no idea of it. Like,
0: interesting yeah and what does that conviction back then look like now exactly that would screw me over yeah like have you seen that movie um i think it's called clock stoppers or it's like about these kids who have this watch that if you press the stopwatch it freezes time ben Tennyson. that's my favorite no (laughs) the moment bro i had to think about that i'm like no (laughs) no that's not it i'm fucking it's funny because i watch as a actually there's a really good cycling scene opening that that movie now I think about it but yeah he, um, he has this watch Yeah, and like he'll press it and it freezes time and yeah. then he like meets this chick and she's like his psychic or whatever and he's like oh well if you're touching me and we do this it means we both get yeah. stuck and, and the whole point of the movie was that, that there was some thing obviously bad people are trying to get it because they can freeze time and do things Yeah, but they're trying to figure out how to freeze time and not age yeah. anyway point is if you had the ability to freeze time like that like if you had that watch yeah. what would you freeze time for? Like to get shit done or to fucking, like what What would be the reason you'd freeze time? And how, how long for?
1: So this is one thing like, that's actually, I've lived by this. I would, I've all, Everyone always says, I wish I could go back in time and, and change things and stuff. I've always looked at it as a learning path. I wish I could literally go, like, so if I was to freeze time, mm. I would only be freezing time to take a moment to look at what I had.
0: Yeah, true. Because
1: like, it sounds stupid to say that, like... It, that's coming from my heart, man, because like, there was a lot of times where I was ungrateful for what I had. Yeah. If we're talking about business like as of right now, so if I had that opportunity right now to use that type of thing, yeah. Um, I don't know what I'd do, man. Like Honestly, I'd, I'd, I'd obviously use it. I'd be intrigued. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I'd probably draw a lot of L's on people's heads with a text yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that. I'd do something stupid like that. I'd try my best to get business done, but at the same time, I'd feel like I'm cheating in some weird way. I don't know what I'd do to be honest
0: yeah but, I must admit now as like an adult I'll, I, I'm like fuck I'd probably get that pitch done I'd probably I yeah. get all the boring work done that doesn't yeah. actually take real time but I feel like that's a slippery slope of like I'm just going to live my whole life yeah. in this thing yeah. and then save that for when I'm like with homegirl with the dog doing yeah. something fun you know
1: reason I think I look at it in the way well, I'm looking at it is so another weird thing I do is I rewatch everything so from the age of I think it was uh, must have been 15 till 17 or 18. Yeah. The movie Click. Yeah. Adam Sanders having fast forward and all that type of stuff. And Yeah. By doing that, then, you know, so much shit happens. I watch it every single night. Every single night, over 700 times. Yeah. And even falling asleep to that, it, it's haunted me because it's like, the truth is that, you know, if we did have that ability, you know, that is how fast the slope would fall down. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so... When people are always like, "Oh, you know, would you go back in time and change things?" I'd be petrified of changing something.
0: Yeah, nah. Before, I just want to go yeah, back to today. watch it again. Yeah, I want to watch it again. Yeah, like and this, to have that third party point of view, like yeah. watching me get my heart broken for the first time, would have been hilarious. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know
1: probably that probably crying
0: yeah. in the shower, where your whole body's doing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. yeah. probably, oh, dude! Um, I'd punch cake. him while he's down there, like you bitch. <laughs>
1: like, bro, you've been with her for fourteen hours.
0: <laughs> nah, dude. My fucking my first relationship was like. My first relationship was like fucking, I wanted, like I've always, I've always had this goal that I want to be the fucking, I want to be the shit. I want to have every, every subject covered. You know what I mean? Like I want to look good, feel good, be able to do all the things. I want to have all the things to offer. I want to be the ultimate gentleman. Like I'm just trying to do absolutely everything I can. And unfortunately for my first girlfriend, she got all of that. Or the idea of what all of that was all yeah. at once, yeah. and it's like I'm trying to be fucking so extravagant and over the top, and I'll spend any amount of money and I'll do whatever it takes and ra ra ra. And you actually learn that that's really unattractive. Yeah, you know, being a high value man who has a lot to offer as far as spirit and and like soul when it comes to like, I don't have a lot of money at the moment, but reason yeah. knows if there's a job to get done. Yeah, I'm the guy. Yeah, you know, that's right. It's like that's heaps more valuable, and it's like that first relationship lasted a tumultuous like three years or something. Yeah. And when when that was over, it's like, that's the first time I really felt any loss. I've never dealt with death in the family. I never really had any crazy thing happen. And then having that happen, like, it's funny because I was reading some old creative writing the other day and I realized just how fucking broken I was. This poor little 21-year-old had just bought a business, just bought a house. Everything was going well. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, she's like, oh, I'm moving to Melbourne. I'm leaving in a week. I've already got my rent. sorted." And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, where did that come from? She's like, oh, you can come with me. And I'm like, do you you think that's possible? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And then just broken yeah broken and then you like you realize now i'm 30 i look back and it's like oh it took me like five years to recover from that yeah you know
1: one thing it's going to haunt me for the rest of my life bro It's like my first i've had three <laughs> girlfriends my first relationship was with a girl called Brody. yeah um and obviously you know we were together for a bit and then we broke up and still friends with her and her partner michael yeah. who's actually one of my um uh what's it called um was in the fire brigade with him anyway um yeah. and then tyler you know obviously I'm own business with her and Still good friends of her, but obviously yeah. my previous one now. Like it's going to haunt me the rest of my life because I haven't even. I'm not going to get that opportunity to have that.
0: Yeah. Final. It's it's an. So how old are
1: you? 27.
0: Yeah. See, realistically, I mean, I know this is a. No one wants to hear a fucking white guy say this, especially, but like we like, at you've got until 35. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I know that's that's unfortunate because women don't have the same opportunity, obviously, because of fertility and because yeah. of like they are most aesthetically valuable according to the standards i'm not saying this This isn't my opinion this is just what i heard but aesthetically they're the most valuable between like 18 and 24 yeah but realistically an 18 to 24 year old can date a 27 to 35 year old yeah shit's all good they're about the same mental capacity that's right yeah by 30 you just finally get to a point where you're like standing there and you're puffed and you're like god i don't want to fuck anything all the time anymore this is sick i can think about shit yeah you know what do i actually like here because it's i mean it's it, it, dude, as a guy, I feel like your whole 20s is just dedicated to like trying to blow off as much steam as you can. Yeah. So that by the time you get to your 30s you have some feeling of accomplishment, not in like notches on your belt, but in like I lived. Yeah, yeah that's I right, stayed yeah. up late, I partied, yeah. I did what I want, I had fun. Yeah. You know, I did something. Yeah. And now I can just, huh, You yeah. see those dudes that take that that fucking pent-up sexual rage into their 30s and they're yeah. the ones who hate women. Yeah, that's right. It's messed up. So, bro, just just do something, you know, yeah. because this isn't working for you. But I think, like, yeah, you. you I mean, what do I know? But you probably hurt for a minute. Yeah. But I think also, like, one thing to remember is, like, 30 is, like, peaking. Yeah. Like, I know I'm already there, but, like, you've got the exciting next three years. You're still in your 20s. You've got everything going on for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even my fucking mum's keen on you. Yeah.
1: Dude, <laughs> it's a fucking joke. <clears throat> That's like like it. I've been, like, so this sounds crazy. So I'm from a family which has kids very young. So my grandma, so my nana, Baba, she was 16. My grandma, 16. My mum, 16. My sister, 15. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, my other sister, 18. Like, I'm from a young generating family. Yeah. So when I was 25, like, so when I was a teenager, I knew that I wanted to buy a business by the time I was 21. Yeah. I knew that I wanted to buy a business before I bought a house. And once I've had the house, I'll be comfortable to have kids. And I got to that position and covid Threw it all back because I was ready. I wanted to have kids. Like I was, I was confident in that yeah. apartment. Um, and then, you know, obviously that it off. And then having that opportunity, I did have to be like, you know, a stepfather and stuff. That was the best thing that I've ever had in my life. Yeah. To lose that is something which is going to haunt me forever. But exactly what you're saying, you know, I've got, I could, I could dwell on it and say, you know, like I've, I've lost that opportunity, or I can look at it as the next three years, I've got an opportunity now to really pursue my career, which yeah. I want to do.
0: I think also, like, as I said before, like, every challenge is, like, laden with opportunity. Yeah. So, you go, like, okay, that's the best thing you've experienced so far. Yeah. You still haven't had your own son or daughter. Exactly. And and I'm sure you might get, you will get to a point if you're this way inclined where you go, like, you know what? I fuck with the idea of doing it with this person. And then you have that experience and you have that son, you have that daughter. And it's, like, that experience that I had over here was what it was. Yeah. But this is the valuable thing. And now I can look back and go, oh, that compared to this, I know what I choose. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But when it comes to like this whole soul, yeah, especially like I've only just found this in the past like probably three years. My purpose, my, my deep down bottom dollar purpose is to pass this on. Yeah. Not, not the physical. This, yeah. what's yeah. going on, is to create the next generation of bad motherfuckers yeah. who change the world and do it confidently. Yeah, like it was their purpose from the moment they were born. Yeah, it's my job to be that guy's father. Yeah, or that girl's father. Yeah, right. So now it's so much easier to look at things like right. I mean, it's like a, it's like a business. When you have a mission statement, you can reflect every decision you have to make in that business back to the mission statement. That's why you have a mission statement. That's right. Well, my mission statement is. I'm the guy who raises that kid. Yeah. So now everything that I do is that's why I say go talk to that guy who knows a lot about that thing. Yeah. Because it doesn't really bother you right now. Who fucking cares about you? Yeah. You know? You're building a thing now, you're building an empire of knowledge that you're gonna then transmute into this yeah. prodigy. You know? Yeah. So it's like this here, what you're going through might be a lesson that you're gonna teach through a narrative 15 yeah. years from now. Yeah. You know? And this is the thing, like when you lean on that intuitive way of living. You see everything is like, it's not good It's not good or bad. It's not positive or negative. It's something to learn from. Yeah.
1: You know? It's so, like two things on that, like, it, which is mind-blowing you said that. You're the first person to say what you just said about, you know, your own child, right? And it was last night, like, so, like, you know, I, I get very emotional about it, but I still can't go in his room kind of thing. But yeah. last night, I had this overwhelming feeling. I thought to myself, you know, if I can care as much as I care... Imagine when I have my own kid. Yeah, it'll be mind blowing. That, I can't even comprehend. It'll change you. Exactly right. Mm. And um, so that, yeah, that, the fact that you just said that then was so weird because it was like 18 hours ago, I yeah. had that same explosion in my brain and it was mind boggling.
0: On, on a similar note, but different kind of path, I think one thing that I hear a lot of, like I've had a vasectomy for like seven years now. So yeah. I was very sure at that age, I had a fucking, I had some crazy things happen that I'm not gonna divulge on, on yeah. camera. Uh, that made me lead to like okay I can't trust the particular females that I was hanging out with at the time and I have to be very fucking aware that there are people there are girls in this world that don't see you as a father figure they don't see you as someone who can provide they see you as someone who can get them pregnant yeah right so obviously that scared me away from that and that kind of shadowed my whole thought of it and one of the things that I lent on was like I don't want to have kids if this is the world that we're living in. Yeah. Right? And just the past two months, what's happened with AI and deep fakes and oh, shit yeah. like that? Scary yeah. as fuck. But there's two sides to that coin as well. Okay, so the world's not a great place. Yeah. So we need an Elon Musk to change it. Yeah. What if the what if the next Elon Musk is a Kerr? Yeah.
1: Exactly right.
0: You know, what if the next Musk is a Crispin? Yeah. What if your job is to create the person that changes all this shit? Exactly right. The, you know, the beautiful mind that from the moment they were born they were told they can do anything and yeah. they were challenged and they were put through some sort of oppression and they were given they were given things that they can get good at or get bad at and then yeah. find things that they like doing and yeah. then translate that into, you know what? I want to be a revolutionary.
1: Yeah. Let's you know, fucking go. Yeah. You know? This so on my LinkedIn account, I don't I don't use LinkedIn, by the way, guys. I just have it on my LinkedIn account. Boy,
0: that's the second gayest thing you've said today. On my LinkedIn account.
1: Oh, cool. Has you got your email address and your, your three numbers that we can contact you on. I did my nails this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, on my LinkedIn account, it actually says, like, and this, uh, some people understand this, some people won't. So, for, uh, like, so a planet's being, you know, habitable, so something to live there, it needs water. Yeah. Right? So, H2O. So, imagine the world being like this, right? You're hydrogen, I'm oxygen, and there's another oxygen. Seb is an oxygen, right? Yeah. He's one thing, I'm one thing, you're one thing. But when we come together and put our minds together, yeah, we create that one thing that creates life. Yeah, right? yeah. So right now, you might be a hydrogen, and there might be an oxygen on the other side of the world, yeah. right? Because you've got wealth of knowledge, and that person has another wealth of knowledge. Imagine if we could actually, and we did this properly, and we were able to get the knowledge of others and utilize it. Yeah. If we had the knowledge of like, you know, like Elon Musk or Albert Einstein or any of those type of people in the in the reference that their mind was working.
3: Yeah.
1: It'd be
0: incredible. Yeah, but this is the thing, like those blokes are no different to you. Like we have a weird thing because they're in books and because they're like Elon Musk is on Twitter and he's yeah. over there, he's in America and yeah, he's doing that. Right. We feel very like, especially being in Australia because we're like on an island in Bunbury. Yeah. You know, we feel kind of alienated. Yeah. But the reality is like, as Steve Jobs said, the world is was made by people no smarter than you. Yeah. And... Like what you can do as one person, like if you look at my kind of catalog of work from the yeah. past two years, you're like, fuck, yeah. someone can actually make a bit of a change in their town, exactly you know, right. a little bit, nothing yeah. crazy. Right. But then if you and I sat down once a week and had coffee yeah. and it's like, oh, so you're on the council over here. Let's say I'm on the council over here. We can start to move a bit more. Exactly right. yeah. we build built that mastermind group with 15 players. Yeah. Players. Yeah. And I'm not talking about people who want to sit on boards and people yeah. who want to want to pose that they're doing so. I mean people who fuck with the community, yeah. who go and do the thing. Yep. You know, if done. you've got those 15 people every week drinking coffee, not even, yeah. not even like just shooting the shit, things
1: yeah. move quicker. Oh yeah, you, you get bigger things happening. You know. You'd be unstoppable, Dude, honestly.
0: a mastermind group is like, I yeah. feel one of the like, long, long-term goals of being in, in an operation like this. Yeah. It's like having enough people that you consider to be friends and mentors yeah. and role models in the same sentence, yeah. and they feel the same way about you because yeah. of your unique information or perspective or exactly ability right. to execute, yeah. you know?
1: Because I might say one thing, and to me it might make sense, but you hear it and you be like, no, 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 you got to do like this or say like your yeah. idea. But if you didn't say that, if I didn't know you, or if I didn't have that conversation with you, I would never have known that. Yeah. I Means to by utilising that. But we just said then, like man, my dream, absolutely dream, is to have, you know, that ability on a Thursday night we can all go out for dinner and, and like you said, proper players and actually bounce shit off each other. Yeah. And and not be afraid to say, look, this you know, this this or this is that and, and just say it how it is kind of thing. I it's think um, be created.
0: the first thing you got to do with that is not have it at a public place. Yeah, that's what I mean, like a yeah. private event. Oh, well, then it turns into like, oh, there's that group doing that thing that they do every week.
1: Yeah.
2: And it's like, just... oh, we
0: come in here and support the local pub. It's like, we're not here to fucking support the local yeah. pub. Yeah. Like, I know that's a great thing and we can do yeah. that on a Saturday night. Yeah, that's
1: right. What's what we do during the week? Yeah, but,
0: yeah. you know, I, I think that's, dude, and if you're going to, this is the thing, we're an adult. If we're going to do this, I may as well do it in like a circular room, no lights on. I need the one light down on the table. Make yeah. it look like a full fucking war yeah. room, you know? That'd be a dream. Dude. Absolute dream. We'll just, start, we'll draw a big map, map of Bunbury and... Dude, I'm fucking up our future yeah. political yeah. bloody... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine though? Like, like, it'd be
1: cool as fuck. It's a whole different revolution there. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. the ability... That's the thing. Like, if I go back four years ago and was able to take a snapshot of today, yeah. would I believe it? No way in hell.
0: Nah, dude. Do you know what I mean? Like, I went back six months and took a snapshot and be like, the fuck?
1: <laughs> at Aiden's house. That day we were drinking at Aiden's house, remember? Yeah.
0: Uh, oh, that was...
1: I can't remember how long ago that was. It like, has to
0: be six years ago. Yeah,
1: yeah. To take a snapshot, bang then. Like, yeah. And now be here. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, that is bizarre. It's, it's, is mind-boggling. Mm. And everything we do is mind-boggling. But
0: I think to like, us we do it like even like the poker night. So obviously the Blacking's like, team building day. Yeah, that was awesome. And then the poker night, like that's a really good and like obviously the mastermind idea is talking about getting people on a kind of focused intention. Yeah. The poker night, the focused intention is like. Just be here. Yeah, like you don't have to worry about anything. Yeah, we're playing around with a bit of money, but we're shooting yeah. the shit. Yeah, you know, smoke some cigarettes, hang out.
1: Yeah, it's nice. You know, that the whole the, purpose is to have fun. That was the that was actually the most appreciable thing ever because that next day I wrote it sounds so weird. Shouldn't say it because you know you're now gonna say the third gayest thing you've ever heard. Um, i had hard nipples all day because i was so pumped so, bro, amped. But I was you, so amped, it bro. was
0: either i had hard nipples all day or i cried all day they're yeah they're fucking, that may be the second or first most gayest thing you've said yeah
1: yeah thank you Fuck i'm on yeah. to i'm on to a win here
0: Fucking hell that's um <laughs> oh. it was such an interesting um like thing because obviously like no one knew it's weird like how I come up with these things is like, I just kind of go, what's the thing that I see in my mind? What does it most like refer back to? And I just wanted to like, it's a dinner essentially, just yeah. like everyone come around and eat food and laugh and drink and be merry. Yeah. And it's like, unfortunately the modern day version of that isn't, yeah. like if you tell a group of boys to come around, especially the boys that we fuck with, I mean, they're, they're hard, you know? Yeah. So yeah. you gotta, you gotta like give it a, a purpose. And like, for me, the laughter was like, oh, there's something in the middle, there's exchange, it's poker. Yeah, that's right. You know? So the yeah, and like. It was the same with the team building day. It's like, what can we do oh, that, that nice. is just... Like, when you imagine us all having fun, it's yeah. like guns, tattoos, yep. bright lights, yeah. literally what I made,
1: Yeah, you know? Which I'm still hanging for the next one.
0: Bro, I, we were talking about it the other the other night on the other day on Sunday. Yeah. And um, there's an extreme version that's got international travel yep. towards the end of the year. And then there's a more kind of chill version, which I think is just replicating same yep. day, same people, same everything. Yeah, bloody hell. And like... I think what I would do is double the price yep. and add in some crazy. Like I've got, I do have something on the backburners that I could have done that first time, and I didn't. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. When these boys arrived at that, you would all shit your pants. Yeah, yeah. And there'd be like certain people going, "No, I'm not fucking doing that," and there'd be others like, "Fucking, yep. let let's go." I just love like,
1: you got was ten people there?
0: Yeah, eleven yeah. including the driver. Yeah.
1: Um, and like to think like some of those no tattoos like no and. You know the next one, you're like, all right. So like on this day, you have to do everything. Like, all right, yeah, killer. Then we like, boom, we're getting tattoos, and we're all like, where should we get it? And I was like, let's get it our hand. Everyone's like, okay, like there's yeah. no questions. About it. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. remember I was like, like, this is us. We'll do it,
0: dude. I remember when you said that, and everyone's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it. And I'm like, I'm pissed, and I will say yes, but yeah. I know tomorrow I'm gonna fucking hate that decision. Yeah. And it, literally that night, I'm like, oh, it's you've got such clean hands. Then you put a thing there. It's like, but all the boys did it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the fucking that's a good reason yeah. to have a tattoo the best. there. You <laughs> know? I remember, like what you do. I was like, wait, these are permanent. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, and now I think we gotta
1: we gotta add to it. Well, that's like this year, man. So this is thrills. so, this is goes back to like, um, like a year or two years ago maybe, and me and Mum were walking down the estuary, and yeah. Mum said to me, she's like, you know, I'm I'm glad you're doing things. We will get you excited, adrenaline again because. Like I come from a very, very adrenaline family. Yeah. And for a long time, I, I didn't want to do anything because I was too scared to get hurt. And Mum's like, "So what are you going to do today?" I was like, "I don't know." She's like, "Well, what do you want to do?" I said, "We're going to tattoo." Eh? She's yeah. like, "What are you going to get?" I said, "I don't know." She said, "She came up with some ideas." I said, "You know what? Let's see what everyone wants me to get." Yeah. So I posted on Instagram. I said, "What tattoo should I get?" And some chick just randomly, don't even know who the hell it was. She messaged me. She said, "I dare you to get thrills tattooed on you." Yeah. I was like, "Okay then." And then um, went up to the tattoo shop and I was like, oh, "I want to just get this done." And then they're like, where? And I was like, just put it on my hand, please. Like, yeah. Because I was just like, I, if I'm going to do it, I want it to be something that, to this day, I remember that conversation yeah, yeah. with my Do you know what I mean? I got that photo on our Instagram. Like, that was the day that I decided that I can't be too scared. I need to still live my life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So. Yeah. Well, it's, it's that thing where like, now I've got a, uh, now I've got like, yeah, you know, I don't know about you. I never really felt like I had much to fucking, I know it sounds crazy, but I never had much to live for.
2: Yeah, like, been, I didn't have, like, that.
0: a purposeful yeah. life. I was just like, oh, I'm living because I'm born and my parents love me and it's all good. But, like, now I'm like, I'm fully invested in seeing how far I can take this. Yeah, that's right. Like, I've really got this purpose. But you can't, like, one thing that I've found is, like, you can't let that now give you a different sort of fear with the rest of your life. That's right. You still have to do wheelies in traffic. Yeah. You still have to do that dangerous shit. Yeah. Otherwise, I feel like... Like you're missing out on on the free 15% of like entertainment on top. Yeah. You know, and like when you start, stop, when you stop those risks because of this thing over here, then you become someone who takes less risk and then you lose the thing that made you that in business. Exactly. Or whatever it is that you're living for. Yeah. You know? So it's like fucking, you know, I always think like um, homeboy who does wheelies on his motorbike. Yeah. He's got quite a young um, child. And a few of like my parents, especially, just like, what happens if he comes off and hurts himself and yeah. that? It's like, he was gonna do that with or without a child. That's I right. know, like, you think like now he's got a child, he's got more to live for. It's yeah. like, some people are just gonna be animals their whole life, and that child's now gonna grow up saying, oh yeah, my dad's an animal. Yeah, that's yeah. what he does. Yeah, you know, and like he has every intention of teaching his kid
1: to yeah. do that. That's the key word, live. Like, if he does that and then he has a kid and he doesn't do that anymore,
0: yeah. that was what. That's who he is. That's who he is. Dude, you know I mean? it's like, how many people you speak to? Like, oh, back in my younger days, I was in the fucking state, round a motocross. Yeah. Like, I don't
1: fucking care. Yeah, who cares about that? Yeah. But I remember as a kid, my dad came home one day, He's taking the 480 out, pissed his maggot, going out on the 480, fucking, we used to like, ride our bike straight from the house out on the highways. Yeah, and why it. wouldn't you? In yeah. Manji. It's our <laughs> roll, kind of thing. And he comes back one day, and he's, he, he, he stole it. Dad stole the bike, what a loser. Yeah. And, he, and I looked at him and his thumb's hanging down. Uh, and I was like, well, it doesn't look right. Dan's like, why go back in the fucking place? Right. Wobbling it around and shit. And um, he, he basically um, had to go up to the hospital. When he got to the hospital, they had to do surgery and stuff on it. But the, the, the doctor was about playing golf and had a few drinks. Yeah. So when he came there, he smelled the bourbon straight away. And the guy's like, oh, you know, I shouldn't be doing this. Dad's like, who
2: cares? I'm yeah, on the beers, beer,
1: let's do it. So dad has a really messed up thumb. So he can't do anything. And coincidentally, um, dad also is missing that exact same tooth. Yeah. When I had that accent, I stuffed my thumb up. My thumb's exactly like dad's now. Yeah. So it's like this weird inclination between my dad with his injuries oh, and my yeah. injuries, and like, which also resonates for me, like that I'm him. And you know, I see what he does to this day. He's like 50 something years or 52 years old. And if you told him, man, you had a freestyle ramp out there and you told him jump on the 480 and try something. Yeah, give He's it a- probably gonna try to do twice that. Like yeah. he just loves it, lives it.
0: There's something about that though. There's yeah. something about like, It's funny because, like, I look at blokes that are, you know, it's easy when it's your parents' age. I look at blokes that are the same age as my dad. And, like, you try and get a gauge on, like, obviously, hitting 30 is like, fuck, I'm like an adult. And obviously, like, I'm going to hit 35. And it becomes apparent that one day I'm going to be 50. I'm going to be 60. And then you start looking at your parents a bit differently. And then you start looking at older people differently. And you're hopefully a little bit more empathetic and a little bit more. What's the word when you're just like a little bit more generous with your time and with your energy and that? Because you're like, oh, they're just fucking old. Yeah. You know, but one big thing is like, I'm not calling my parents old, I'm just saying older people. But one thing is like, I really look at, okay, is my dad the pinnacle of what is possible at that age? Yeah. You know, like Rogan and my dad are very similar ages. Yeah. And like, Rogan is without competing a bodybuilder. Yeah. You know, a fucking bodybuilder who can whack the fuck out of a bag with his feet or or his hands. And then you start going, okay what about the 63 year old truck driver who smokes a pack a day and is very sedentary in his activity and that and then you go oh cool okay ridden with fucking health issues and like also very negative mind frame doesn't so you go okay there's a scale a mile man probably sits somewhere in the middle of that yeah so now what does that mean for the next 30 years yeah what sort of routine or structure or like schedule can i keep to lean more towards a guy who can whack a bag and defend himself or do whatever it is at that age yeah and not be the guy who accidentally ends up smoking a fucking pack of darts a day exactly right yeah you know
1: Which is what you do today is going to affect you tomorrow.
0: Yeah, yeah, 100%. People don't realise that. Everything has a like, consequence. I still, I, I fucking have to have KFC once a week. I can't help it. You're talking to a dude who's already had McDonald's twice today. <laughs> yeah, 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 true, true. That's a flex too. <laughs> uh, you yeah. know it's a flex when two things, when you get to the Macca's drive through they know it's you who put the black oh, ink yeah. sticker on there and yeah. they know what your order is. Yeah, that's killer. Yeah. That's what you want. Yeah. I
1: just love going through my McDonald's because it's got the black ink <laughs> sticker
0: Who's, um, where's the Street X black ink sticker competition happening?
1: That's in Trindale bro, it's happening all the time. Really? I go in there all the time and someone else put one over there and I pull it off. The next day someone else put a black ink on there and I'm trying to work out where are you printing this many black ink stickers and who is it what keeps slapping them Oh, on putting it. them on? Yeah, because like... What no, there's is, two people, there's yeah. two people putting them on. Because the black ink was there and then someone else put one over top of it, then yeah. someone ripped that off, but then that same person went back and then there's another business and it keeps, bro, there's like a multitude of different companies which keep doing it. That's sick. Yeah, and I've got, obviously, we brought all the um, uniforms off the other day. Yeah. So, I grabbed a few. You got all the stickers yeah, and stuff yeah, in there? Yeah, So, I grabbed one of those, the rainbow one. I slapped that on there today. So. True. No, yesterday. True. Yesterday.
0: Yeah, yesterday. Well, oh, yeah, doing it with Street X stickers. Though, if there's a Street X sticker on top of mine, you fucking leave it alone.
1: Yeah, it's the... Oh, um, fuck with Street X. <laughs> it's, um, it's like a... Who was it? It was like lawnmower business the other day. Oh yeah, the, yeah. the
0: original one was a fucking um, YouTube channel, like a fishing YouTube channel. Yeah. Like bro, put your sticker anywhere but on top of mine. Bro, it's a massive
1: yellow pool. There's put lots of sticker. Thirty
0: follow, thirty yeah. subscribers. Yeah. Like There's suck my black ink dick. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. I couldn't oh. believe that when he put it over my sticker. It's like honestly, if you're gonna do this, like, yeah, I'm sticker like bomb. A the yeah. 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 And it's like okay. Okay, and like I got that first bit of content out of it because I said, right, anyone who puts a sticker over, yeah. this or rips theirs off, they get a shirt. And homeboy uh, Christy Max, awesome Instagram name as well. Yeah, uh, peeled the sticker off and put one over the top of mine and sent me the video. I made a cool reel. It was like great bit of yep. content. And I went back like a month later and I saw there was a sticker over mine. Yeah. And I was like, bro, it keeps happening. I'm not even going to do anything about this. Like, do you understand the fucking reach that my stickers have? Yeah. I don't even need to put it on my story. Yeah,
1: well, it's people already doing it, man. Because I That's go to I McDonald's mean, multiple times a day. I'm not bragging. i am just change saying, change multiple dude, times. Go
0: for it. Yeah. You know?
1: Like, there's a war out there and it's, no one even knows about it.
0: Oi, and you know what? Yeah.
1: The stickers will not stop coming from me. That's right. I yes.
0: have to print stickers every yeah. day on that machine to keep it regular. Yeah. So they're not going to stop. Yeah. You know? It's killer.
1: I think even McDonald's workers just now know.
0: Yeah, dude. Yeah. See, what like, I need to do is get them on payroll as well.
1: Yeah. Well, see, I do, like, I've done heaps of YouTube videos with, like, eating McDonald's and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Like, they love me now, bro. Like, sometimes when I go through there and, like, I'll just have the camera sitting next to me. Yeah. They're like, oh, what? We're so excited. We thought you were going to do, like, a YouTube video. Oh, like, yeah, drive you know, past. Yeah, like, because yeah. like, I see talk to them and all that type of stuff. But, man, that, yeah, my local though, McDonald's is the best.
0: I'm actually, um, oh, did, did I tell you what happened last night with the cyclists? No. So I did my um, social skate. And then I've like gone up. I actually did this fucking massive effort along Bonifoy Boulevard, ripped onto Jetty Road, which is like the the jetty. And um, as I've like come around, I had heaps of pepper, like just cruising. I go past these cyclists, and they're like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" Yeah. And I didn't really recognize them, so I like come back. I'm like, "You guys? Oh, is that the video?" Yeah. I was like, this yeah. guys getting content right now because I had a SLR and he had a drone there." Yeah. And he's like, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah." I said, "Look, give me ten minutes. I'll get you fucking footage that would be better than anything you can imagine." Yeah. Yeah. They're like, all right. So we just did one lap up and back yep. and around the fucking roundabout. Yeah. And I and like, I, I was showing them their clips and they're just like, what the fuck? This is nuts. I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, yeah. I, I get excited about this. And like, I now, I like, that was a perfect opportunity where it's like, I'm already on my skates. Yep. It's sunset. I wanted, I've wanted to shoot cyclists. I wanted to shoot cyclists on this road. Yeah. Who gives a fuck if you don't know them? Just yep. give them the content yep. for free. Use it as like a, as an yep. exercise. And now, like, I, obviously with that in mind, like I kind of, I'm just looking at everything like, what can I make content out of? Yeah, yeah. Yep. You know, like, how do I... And, like, do? I want to do, like, a runner's club. I want to do, like, small business. Yeah. Anything that I can just go in and make content for just for the sake of them saying, like, fuck, that video that you posted, they like, yeah, Black Ink did that. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Black Ink, or oh, here he is here. Yeah. So, it's fucking... that that Because I think the thing that everyone wants at the moment is content. I do, yeah. You know, like... Content is everything. Even fucking... 18 to 25 year old chicks. Like the new thing now is doing these Baudelaire be- or Baudou be- shoots where they go yeah. and like dress up in lingerie and do yeah. like low lighting photo shoots to post on Instagram. Yeah. Which I don't 100% understand, but I guess at the end of the day, it's like, you know, you see a business making cool content, you're like, well, what's my business? And you're like, yeah. Oh, people
1: pay attention when I post my hard nipples in my shirts, so I yeah. guess it must be that. Yeah. You know? Which is weird because like if I do like a video where I take my shirt off, I get so many more views. It's weird. Dude.
0: It's fucking muscles and tattoos, bro. Yeah. It's crazy. I've like made the thing to not flex my tattoos because I don't want to be the guy who just has Yeah. You know, what's what's Homeboy's name that has all the tattoos? Uh he's also got muscles and he's like everybody's fucking ambassador.
1: Oh Jackson uh, Jackson Tipper. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's like fully appreciate what he does, but yeah. it's like I see I see yeah. what your image is and I don't think that's what black yeah. ink is. Yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah. Like mine, like 'Cause obviously I was only just started like posting again and um, stuff. But like one thing I, I'm trying to avoid, and that's why like I love like my daughter is my puppy shadow. Yeah. I love having contact with her in it because like I'm a very like I'm a very um, emotional but also very caring person. Yeah. And I hate posting if I was just supposed to top the shirts, so people would just get this image of me. Yeah. So that's why I love doing videos with her. So but by having my shirt off, I get both engagements. I get people that love dogs and people yeah. that love tattoos, like a s-
0: spin out, yeah. It's fucking it is weird how those are uh, like you know. I posted a picture of a girl in a black ink G string, 200 oh, yeah. likes, yeah. You know, you post a video of a dude doing a wheelie on a Harley, 200 likes, yep. Yeah. You know, I post a motivational Monday thing, 16 likes, yeah, yeah. Fuck, all right, yeah. But yeah, anyway, I gotta fucking I actually have shit to do, today. yeah. I gotta get over to a meeting <laughs> and I'm just about to start sweating, so you must be fucking boiling. Oh, I'm there.
1: actually really hot in here, oh, eh?
0: yeah. Well, I gotta turn the aircon off, otherwise, it fucks with the
1: sound, yeah. That's cool, bro. Yeah. As good as going. So, thank you.
0: everyone, this was a Blacking Podcast. My name is Jake Kerr. I'm your host today. I was joined by Dakota Crispin who is a councilman for the Shire of Harvey. He is the owner of Blade, uh, sorry, an owner of Blade Cartel and owner of Anytime Fitness and an owner or the owner of? Uh, Dynamic Tinting Windscreens. Yeah. yeah, Dynamic Tinting Windscreens which are all out in Australia and Trindale. Check them all out. Like and subscribe. Do the thing because we're fucking out.